What's up? What's up, everybody? <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Confessions of a Clown. I'm really stoked today because we have a not-so-special guest today, so, <laughs> you know? Um, but before we get to that, I do want to talk about my week. Well, so far, because it's only Thursday, but yesterday I had a pretty fucking solid day. You know, I did an open mic set, but before that, I had to sit in fucking traffic for a whole fucking hour because some idiot... Decided to get into a car accident, so that was unfortunate. But so I signed up, got myself on the list. I think I waited. I was the 30th person to get up on stage, so by the time that happened, it was like maybe 10.30, almost 11, and there was like 15 other comics that were about to go up, so everybody else in the audience left. But hey, man, you know, beggars can't be choosers. I got there. I signed up. Made a couple people, people, bleh, fucking retard, a couple people chuckle. So, you know, it wasn't that bad. I, I, I got to work on my material. Some of them about my tia, the fucking crazy ass tia, AKA Loca. She's known for stabbing people. That's why she was in and out of prison and shit. So, hey, what's up, tia? Hope you're doing okay. I heard she's bald headed now. She's so twacked out that she fucking pulled all her hair out. But I'm not gonna say her name. <laughs> but it was cool though. I got to meet a, I got to meet a lot of cool um, comedians that night, and I got to click with a lot of them. And uh, there was this one crazy dude that fucking ended up like breaking a bottle on the floor, and he was blaming it on this other cat. And he was like, "Hey man, it wasn't me," and they kicked him out. It was fun, man. I enjoyed it. And then after that, I went to another spot. I was trying to get on there, and it didn't work out, man. I got there too late, and like right when I got there, this dude named Andrew. He was like, oh, man, you missed it. Like, we just finished up. So I went to this other spot, Gracie's. Hung out there for like 30 minutes, and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm broke. I have no money to spend on drinks. So I went, and then fucking I was getting to my car, dude. And there was like this bitch fucking pissing right by my fucking door. <laughs> she literally squ was squatting right there in front of my car, just fucking... You know how, like, sometimes when we're, like, buzzing hard and we pee and we're just, like, <coughs> you know, like a fucking... God damn. Just, like, pushing that shit out? That's how it sounded. I don't know if it sounds like that with all girls, but, dude... Aggressive stream? Aggressive stream. <laughs> dude, it sounded like she had a fat dick. <laughs> like, literally, and forcing that shit out, too. <laughs> Only Rudy knows about that. Right? I don't know about you, but... Anyways, that yeah. thing was fucking pouring out like a fucking fire extinguisher, like, fucking... <sighs> like that. And I couldn't help, but she, she like, literally looked at me, and, like, her eyes, like, were, like, my friend's filming me right now, dude. And then she's, like, I got no shame. I don't care. And I was, like, damn, why is it so fucking sexy to me right now? Like, why do I want to go under her and just get peed on? So, you know, I was, like, it's okay, baby. Shit, I'm good with it. I like it. And then she finished up. She didn't even fucking wipe, dude. She just, like put on her fucking pants and her chonies and was like, all right, cool, whatever, you know? But anyways, and then I went to go babysit my brother. 
There's a lot more, <coughs> but I just wanted to share that particular thing. But now we're ready, man. I want to go ahead and introduce my guest. Or actually, I'm going to let him introduce himself. So what's up, man? What up, what up? Uh, my name's Mario. I go by uh, Mars One in the DJ world. Yep. Uh, representing the Phoenix Funkettos, always. Um, just here, man, ready for this uh, this experience. Hi, <laughs> yeah, man. I'm fucking stoked for it, too, man. Unfortunately, we couldn't get a mic for Rudy. I'm sorry, Rudy. Rudy, just go, hey. Fuck <laughs> 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 it. This is my podcast. Next time, do what I told you, okay? I'm just kidding. Now, yesterday, uh, Mario had a fucking set at Record Bard, which is cool. Yeah, it's, uh, that was pretty cool. Um, it's like it's like our monthly um, show, A Toast to the Boogie. or a toast, oh, yeah. yeah, A Toast to the Boogie. Um, yeah, it was fun, man. It's always good when uh, we can all, all three of us can get together and uh, and spin music and stuff, man. Yeah. It's good times. Man, and, and so with that, man, how long have you guys been going at it together now? Shit, we've been a crew for, I want to say four years, going on five years now. Mm-hmm. Um, started at the end of 2018, I believe, and uh come a long way man yeah it's, man. it's been uh it's been been a fun ride shout out to tony shout out to uh james funk machine star groove star groove that's cool man so what what brought you guys together to want to do something like this how'd you guys meet up and um we were at a um community radio station and uh there was a lot of things going in and out of that um space and some turntables showed up there one day and they were uh, basically open turntables, and that's that's where it started, man. Um, I always had records laying around. I, I mean, I never had a whole bunch of records, but I always had some. And uh, when I got to do it between, behind those two turntables, that was it for me. That was that was awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. And so, where did you meet these cats? Uh, me and Funk Machine Tony, we went to high school together. Yeah. Uh, we met in class, <laughs> and. Uh, there's this chick that used to walk into class every day, a uh, very heavy-chested girl, <laughs> and uh, him and his him and his other guy would, uh, they would just, I mean, as soon as she walked into class, bro, they'd be like, oh, there she is, look, 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 yeah. and it, it just like all over it, man, and one day I came in there, and I was like, I don't know, dude, it just came out, I was like, yeah, hey, I bro, I was like, hey, shut the fuck up or go talk to her, dude, <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 for reals, and I said it, I don't think I said it aggressively, but, uh. We were cool as fuck ever since that, dude, yeah. ever since that day. That's fucking tight. Yeah. And uh, James, we crossed paths a couple times. We played basketball together, like, when we were kids. Um, yeah. He's always a couple years older than me. But, um, yeah, once uh, we met at that uh, radio station, we, we were cool, like, right from the jump. Yeah. And then, like, we all shared the same love of music, so Tony was a... Uh, Hardcore lowrider. He's still yeah. in the lowrider oh, scene. Yeah, man. Still in the lowrider scene today, and uh, his name is Funk Machine for a reason. That guy is uh, Funk Machine sixty two. Yeah, he uh, he's definitely b- very knowledgeable. He's uh, he was good from the start. Yeah, like which was amazing to me because I, I mean that shit for took, a guy that never practiced. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking yeah. He just has it, man. That's awesome, man. Yeah, man. You guys always like. James, he always tells me, like, he's like, damn, dude, I'm always trying to get to that level, man. He doesn't even practice, and he fucking gets on there and starts shredding. <laughs> and it's true, man. Proof's in the pudding because, like, I don't know what it is. It's just, like, something, like, goes on where, like, 
girls just go and start dancing right when fucking Tony starts like, I think it's because he has like that big bear aesthetic and like women are drawn to like the big guys. Well, not me, fuck. But it's because I'm a I'm a hairless cub. You know what I mean? Like fucking, if I had a beard, it would be a whole different story. I'd be dating like those girls who go to like marisco places and shit like that, like cartel looking bitches and shit. <coughs> Hell yeah, I'm fucking done with that shit. I got like the Polynesian effect, dude. I'm like fucking like just no hair. But maybe I have some Asian blood in me. I don't know shit. How was the uh, how was your set yesterday besides the uh like how did it go? Everything. It went pretty well, man. Like fucking I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot because the guy, the I got some pretty good like criticism. And the guy's like, "Damn, like, you just have the balls to go up there and just talk." You know what I mean? And I was like, "That's true, man. I got some pretty thick balls." But anyways, <laughs> like, I just enjoyed it, man, because I had already been waiting there. I was like, "Man, I just wanted to get." I didn't. I wasn't like I wanted to get this shit over with. I was like, "I'm ready to fucking do this shit." I've been fucking waiting all day to do this, and I just, you know I me, mean, man, I'm a fucking attention seeker, and I think that's what it is about all comedians. I mean, I can't consider myself a comedian just yet. I'm in the works. I'm still fucking on that trail, but, like, I'm going to, I seek attention. I'm fucking out there. I'm a goofball, and fucking, you know how it is, man. Like, fucking, that's just the type of person I am, like. Even before I fucking knew you guys, I was out there fucking dancing and shit, like a bitch, you know, like fucking like. Well, I was like the only person dancing in show. I was like, damn, this is embarrassing. But you guys are probably thinking, like, dude, get the fuck out of here. When was? Do you remember when the first, like, when we crossed paths and shit? Well, we didn't cross paths until I introduced myself at um, uh, Bikini Lounge. That's when I was like, finally, like, I, I introduced myself. But before that, it was at that crates place. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Um, I think what's his name, Mr. Groove, was there. Uh, Mona was there. Oh yes, yeah, I remember and that show. It was that yeah. gig. Oh, nice, man, dude. It was way before, and I had been like following you guys, dude, because I was just tired of it, man. Like fucking, I was tired of not finding like, I hate to say, like my own kind of people, my own crowd. You know what I mean? I, it's probably been there for quite some time, but like I hadn't like really dug deep enough to find, you know, other that people that were interested in the same things, you know. And so, like, funk music, although I'm not really deep into it and know, like, all the artists and stuff, like, you guys, it's just something that gets my blood going. Like, oh, it, yeah. it gets my body grooving, you know <clears throat> what I mean? That shit's in you or it's not, man. Yeah, man. And it's just, like, it makes me, like, the fucking happiest person. Once that music plays, man, I have the biggest fucking smile. I mean, you guys see me acting oh, yeah. full up there, man. This guy, man. Dancing and shit. Get I'm like party the, going. Yeah, man. So, you know, I, I try to just... I focus on that shit. I fucking love music. And so, you know, I saw you guys at Crates, and I was like, damn, these dudes are fucking cool as hell, man. I saw, I caught you guys' set. And then, I'm not going to lie, I wasn't, like, intimidated, but sometimes when I'm not, I, it's, like, really easy for me to, to pursue people, but I didn't want to, like, I don't know what it is. I have a very foolish, like, kind of, like, personality where I like to crack jokes and, like, you know, just be an idiot. And I kind of didn't want to do that with you guys right off the bat. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I got you. Um, and because um, with some people, I can read them right off the bat. But I was just like, coming from where I come from, you know, California, you know, you kind of don't want to be a fucking jackass right off the bat because you don't know what they're fucking capable, 
capable of doing to you, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I kind of was reading that. I was like, all right. Like, that's why it took me so long to, like, fucking, like, you know, even crack jokes around you guys, you know? I'm just like, ah. I mean, I still kind of feel that way with, like, James and Tommy. I'm like... You know, like, I'm, I'm still pretty, like, you know, conservative with what I say, Reserved. you know? Yeah, man. But... Well, Tony's a dad now. Yeah, I mean... And I mean, and he's, like, a... He's, like, a... Very responsible yes, dad. Like, he's a... Not, I wouldn't even say conservative, but reserved. Yeah. And, uh, like, so I'll, I'll just real quick, um, there are... This guy now, he's a totally different guy from high school. Tony's <laughs> a fucking... He's a fucking goofball in high school, man. Yeah. Like, we had so many good times, but, uh... Every now and again, when he's drinking, like as an adult, that that little I get a glimmer of it. You know what I mean? And I get to see like him laughing and fucking joking around and bullshitting mm. and shit. And I'm like, oh, there he is. Like, there's that dude I know. Yeah, there, you know what I mean? I sometimes see that twinkle in his eye. You know? I'm like, it's in there. You know? Oh, it's, it's definitely like, it's in, in there, there, man. It's but, in there. But you know, you kind of when you have a family and you have responsibilities and you work a full time gig, like you kind of have to like, all right. I can't be acting a fool. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And that's his biggest thing is, like, he's very responsible. And he takes – he's a fucking good dad. He takes that shit yeah, being serious. He takes that shit serious, dude, and we respect him for it. And that I love shit. it, dude. I'm always looking at his stories. He's always, you know, with his baby girls and fucking his lady. And, you know, it's it's freaking awesome to see, you know. I mean, I'm a dad, but I'm not as responsible. I mean, I, you know, for the most part, I'm, I'm taking care of whatever I need to take care of. But I'm still a child. Yeah. No, like, but but I will say this, dude. For the way Jimena like is able to, uh, just, you know, maneuver and and be comfortable with people and actually hold conversations and stuff. That's that says a lot to me, dude. Yeah. Like, and I think that's a, I think if more parents did that approach and just treated their kids like not adults but talk to them like they're yeah. actually human beings and shit and not yeah. coddle them, like, it'd be a lot different, man. Yeah, man. Damn it, Carter. Get off of there. No. <laughs> no <Carter. laughs> yeah, man. I'm like, for me, it's different. It's just like, all right, you want to do that? We'll see what happens. And then, you know, they fall. I'm like, all right, there you go. You learn your lesson. Learned your lesson. But at the same time, I try to, you know, with my parents, it was different, man, because they were young parents, you know, and they were like 16, 17 when they had me and they were fucking working full time, busting their asses. They bought a house at 21. Back when my dad was only making like $4 an hour in the mm. fucking early 90s and shit. So, you know, they had to grow up real quick. I had my parents to like fall back on. And for the first, you know, five years, you know, when I was with my baby mama, you know, we kind of ha- worked as a team for the most part. I mean, well, she carried it most of it because I was a fucking jackass. You know? <laughs> yeah. Such a piece of shit, you know. So, you know, I was in... Uh, that great at holding a job. That's why I'm so glad. <laughs> That's why I'm so glad. Okay, dude, because with my personality, I butt heads with a lot of people. I butt heads with people who try to fucking put power over me, you know? Mm-hmm. And especially when I notice that they have, like, where they get, like, the smallest amount of fucking power and they try to use that against me and shit. Like, they power trip on me. I'm like, nah, dude. I'm not fucking having this I'm shit. I'm the same way, man. And I, I'm, I'll take it a step further. Like, if I know that you're trying to get, like, some type of pleasure out of it, too... I, man, yeah. I'm not a fucking like I'm not a snitch or anything like that. But in a work environment, <laughs> yeah. I'll corporate on them in a heartbeat, man. Yeah, I'll man. just I'll, I'll I'll play their same game and make sure that they lose at it. Rudy is like you fucking idiots. My dad screams at me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all I have to say is um, on that note, like it's really hard 
in my industry to like talk back talk no i talk back but for other people because i i have that leeway because i, I have my brother and then i have my yeah. dad to like yeah the ease the blow mm. like uh last week i told my boss to eat my ass yeah <laughs> he thought about it for a minute too huh? he he was like, mm. i'm happy he laughed because i told him this week today to suck your dick? Like, no, I told him to eat my ass again. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Dude, the last job I was at, so check it. It was like right before, a month before fucking COVID hit, all right? And I was working this fucking corporate gig for, again, for Albertson's corporate office and shit. Doing stupid ass fucking customer service work, man. It's like I hated it so much because I would sit fucking eight hours a day. I mean, yeah, I do the same for Uber Eats, but I get out. I fucking go to the houses. I could walk around if I want to. I go play handball every now and then and shit. And I even brought a couple of 25 uh, fucking pound weights with me, dumbbells and shit. So I'm like outside my car just like lifting the weights and shit. But anyways, the last fucking gig I worked at, the, it, the office was all women, dude. And fucking the main boss was just fucking a cunt. Like, fucking total bitch to me, man. So I was like, you know what? I just fucking... <laughs> I'm, I'm getting heated right now just thinking about it. <laughs> fucking talking about it. Because I wish I would have fucking headbutt her ass, too, you know? But it got to the point where I was drinking at work, all right? I would show up fucking, like, four hours late to work. But my boss that was under her was so cool, and she wanted me to stay there, like, real bad because... She's like, dude, like, you work. Your work is great. Like, you're fucking great. Like, your voice is perfect. The way you talk to customers is fucking outstanding. But your attitude towards everybody else that works here <laughs> is different, you know? She Be loved you. That's mine. Exactly. Dude, she was a fucking biker chick, dude. Like, that was her thing. Like, she would go to Cave Creek and fucking kick it out there with her husband and fucking just day drink at the fucking bar. Like, that was her shit, you she know? Dude, she was, take you for, a for the longest time, she was like, get yourself a bike, come hang out with us, you know? I was like... Think they were swingers? They invited oh, me. <laughs> I would have been down. She was like in her 60s. Shit. <laughs> I did have a fetish for old people back in the day. But, you know, it is what it is. But, so I fucking got into altercation with my fucking, the head boss a couple of times. And the last time, I was just like... I need you guys to meet me at the break room. I need to fucking talk to you guys. And then she's like, no, I need you to meet me at the break room. I need to talk to you. I was like, bitch, that's what I said. You know, I was like, okay, cool. It doesn't fucking make a difference because I was already going to fucking quit. You know what I mean? January 2nd, 2020, I just told him, I just don't want to work here anymore. I was like, I don't like you at all. I'm just fucking tired of it here. And she's like, okay, great. Sign this fucking paper saying that you fucking, you know, stepped down from your position. I was like, cool. <coughs> and then I was going to focus on just music 24-7. And guess what? A couple months later, COVID hits, and I'm like, fuck, this shit sucks. But <coughs> I picked up doing Uber Eats, and that was the best fucking decision I ever made. You know, because I'm free to do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, I have to work fucking twice as much. Um, but I enjoy it, man. I enjoy the freedom and... It's fucking cool. I dig it, you know? That's a, that's all that counts, too, man. As long as you like what you're doing, shit. Nothing else matters. You're paying bills, and yeah, that's man. all it is. I just, man, I was, like, fucking drinking like a maniac. But, it, okay, I know <laughs> I'm drinking right now. But let me tell you, the difference between then and now, 
my mindset was completely different. Like, I was in such a depressive, like, mood. I was, like, fucking, like, angry all the time. I wanted to always fight somebody. And when I ever got the chance to do coke, I got, I got it, and I did it, and I got into a fight with somebody. Now I don't do coke. And that, oh, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't do it yesterday. But <laughs> That up. fucking story changed quick. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. But you know, like, all right, sometimes you, you you have this. I know I know you have this, but smoking a vape pen is completely fucking different than smelling and tasting the tobacco, right? You get yeah. a fucking whiff of that tobacco and it's just like, oh fuck, dude. Yeah, you get more of a buzz when you're smoking. It's a fucking a beautiful thing because I when I got those cigarettes and I just put it under my nostril, dude, I was like it smells good. Or opening like a fresh pack of buglers, dude. Like fucking rolling, like fucking tobacco. Like, <laughs> the, yeah. Uh, it's like for a purist, you know. It's like dude, fucking exactly. ma- like smoking actual marijuana leaf versus an actual like a vape. And yeah. Shit. Or one wax of, or whatever, yeah, dude. One of the homies he described it. He said, uh, "It's like fucking with a condom on." It's like it's mm-hmm. cool. It's cool, <laughs> but it's not how I like to get that. I've never done it with a condom before. <laughs> I've never done it with a condom before, <laughs> so I wouldn't know that. Right, right on, dude. So, That's why he has a kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, but I left it in, though, all right? <laughs> but before that, for like for like a year, I pulled out. My pull-out game is fucking like, dumb. It's way more fit than I am personally, you know what I mean? So, yeah, like, I had a great time, you know? And I fucking remember the day when it happened, because I was like, nah! You know, I just left it in there. <laughs> I, you know how like bitches when they wrap around you when they're having an orgasm like that was me I was like hold on <laughs> don't move like my whole body was shaking dude I was like I think a fucking tear dropped out of my eye I was like damn like this is how it feels you know but anyways so yesterday <laughs> last night th- she's like are you done yet she's like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. should I get, get up off, now get I was like crying I was like don't get up <laughs> Oh yeah, I fucking love when they are they're on top. I'm a bottom when it comes to a girl, you know what I mean? Because I just love watching them. They're just like, no, you know. Like, that's <laughs> a whole. A guy, what do you prefer? <laughs> <laughs> None at all. None at all. I do not like guys at all. But if ever given the opportunity, I guess I'll be a top, you know. Okay. No, but so yesterday, so this cap, so Gracie's the bar. There's two people that can go in. There's a fucking toilet and there's a fucking porter or like a fucking urinal. Sorry. The guy, he's like, hey, I'm going to lock the door behind me because I'm going to take a bump. And I was like, (laughs) okay. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, dude, do it. Do your thing. And then when he opened it and he took his key out and he put the, the, I was just like, You're salivating. It's like euphoric kind of like, oh, I was like, damn. I was like, I know what would happen if I fucking, like, take a whiff of that shit, you know what I mean? Like, I know, like, how I'm going to be in the negatives by the end of the night my bank account, you know? Like, I'm going to be dead broke because I'm going to buy beer and I'm going to take bumps and I'm going to be best friends with this dude, you know what I mean? But anyways, he was like, you want some? I was like, nah, dude, I'm good. (laughs) Nice. And then I just finished peeing and, like, he's like, all right, cool, and then... Fucking asshole. <laughs> he fucking walked out the back door. Like, yeah, man. It's like, all right, fat boy. Fuck that guy. But anyways, dude, it was cool, man. I just fucking uh, stayed there for a couple minutes. 
there was a couple of comedians that ended up coming from the last show, and I just talked to them for a minute and just dipped out, you know? But then that's when I saw that girl. She was fucking pissing. Dude, I'm not going to lie, man. Well, she was a tall fucking white girl. I was like, dude, my delicacies, man. I swear I love white <laughs> girls, man. And then when I saw her fucking daddy long legs fucking legs fucking stand up after she peed, I was like, dude, I am like horny beyond belief right now. <laughs> like, just like, I didn't care. I was like, dude, I've never had a girl. Was she all sloppy and shit? She was actually put together very nicely, dude. No, I'm saying, like, was she in that sloppy drunk, no, like, stage? No, dude. So she, she was, was, like... Coherent as fuck, dude. <laughs> but she had a fucking fire hydrant going between Dude, yeah, dude. Uh, you could tell she needed to fucking just go. Like, I think if she would have done that, like, in the restroom or the girls' restroom, they would have been like, damn, bitch, like, <laughs> fuck, dude. But, yeah, dude, she, like, stood up, and she's like, I got no shame. It's okay. I'm like, neither do I. Like, when are we going to make this golden shower happen, dude? Like, <laughs> I've never thought about that shit before, but after tonight, I'm fucking, like, damn. And my favorite part is that she had those two dimples in her lower back. Oh, my God, yeah. dude. Ben wanted to fucking play out a Dexter scene. He's like, let me put out some plastic right now. <laughs> <laughs> right? Let's make this shit happen, man. So on the way home, I was just rubbing my dick. I was like, oh, don't forget the image. I'm just kidding. No, I didn't, man. But, God, yo, no. dude, fucking before you got here, man, because um, I, I went outside and I was like, oh, wait, hold on. I'm going to check the door, you know, because you were coming. I was like, oh, my friend's coming. And then I went to the back and then the fucking... The, the slide door, it kind of opened a little bit by itself. It opened or shut, one of the two. Yeah, dude, because we heard it. And I was like, we look at the fucking door. Yeah, man, it was fucking wild, but it was, it's this It's the slide door, the fucking, the, the one right there. Not the, fu- the, the, the one that's door. hard to push, the screen door, the yeah. one that's hard to push. It fucking slid by itself, dude. Like, no bullshit, man. We were standing right there, and, like, it stopped us from, like, actual conversation. And we are like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, man. And then he's like, oh, no, nah, man. He's yeah. like, that already set the mood. Like, because he wanted to talk, get into some fucking there was, crazy so shit. I, I, like I said, I haven't gotten through the last episode uh, all the way. But when he po- when Ben posted the, uh, the post on Instagram today, and it was that little uh, piece of you guys talking about some footsteps or whatever, yeah. that crazy story. Like, that shit hit me automatically because in the house I'm in now, I've had some crazy shit happen to me, dude. And, like, to the point where it's like, I mean, what can I do? I'm not going to... Sage it, bro. Like, I've I've done it a few times already. Really? You've saged it? I've saged my house, yeah. And I sage it when I have, like, a bunch of people in the house. I'll sage it, like, the next day just to... Just to get like energy. Do you do it yourself or? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just get like they say that they say with sage too. Like uh, it's kind of weird. Like with the sage that you buy, because it could have like, uh, you know, because it's for profit, so it could have like negative, negative things Mm, attached to it or whatever. So it's better to have sage gifted to you if you can find somebody. That's what I was told. I don't know how true that is, but anyway. So I I walk through the house after a bunch of people are there, and uh, I'll sage it the next day and do all that shit but uh there was one day i was working nights and uh, i would get off at around 11 o'clock so i'd be at the house about 11 30 and i always had my routine you know i'd be at in the kitchen you know rolling up and uh, i'd be standing never sitting and i'd be facing my bedroom just because that's where that's where i would do it at and uh one night man i was standing there i just took a shower and i went and was doing my thing and a gust of wind came from there's no i mean windows are closed there's nothing there's nothing that could have been yeah like blowing that hard a gust of wind like passed by me enough to where it like it like swayed me 
like made me sway and shit in, <laughs> in, in place. And I got goosebumps, dude. Like my oh, hair stood man. up and I was fucking scared, man. And I was just like, God damn. So I, <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I went to the bedroom. Like I went to my bedroom. I got under the covers and I forced myself to go to sleep. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> like I, like I, didn't, I didn't know what to do, what man. The fuck? <laughs> I was like, like fuck, man. Dude. I just fucking laid there until I like, basically passed out, dude. But I was fucking scared to like even. It was it was it creeped me the fuck out, dude. I didn't know what I still don't know what it was, man. That's but, some paranormal activity shit. Yeah, yeah it was wild, man. That shit was crazy. Um, not that was the one that like fucking. Let's like, have a seance at your house. Nah, nah, we're not. <laughs> no, we're <laughs> not inviting anything into there, man. It's crazy, but. man. Speaking about seances, dude. Like my. My grandma's house, um, my mom's mom, um, we used to go to her house, but it always felt weird, dude, because there was, like, pentagrams on her front uh, yard, like, on her driveway, and there would be, like, fucking, like, scriptures in Spanish, but, like, from, like, the satanic Bible and shit, and, like, just witch shit, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. my mom told me that her sister, but my mom never lived with them because my grandma kind of, like, abandoned her as a kid. So she ended up living with my great-grandmother. But she said that her sister used to sleepwalk with a knife in her hand and fucking just stabbing the door to her mom's room or something like that. And she would be screaming to let the let her in and shit, you know? No, I couldn't handle that, dude. dude There's no way. I'd have to, like, tie her up or lock the door or some dude, shit, man, because... Sleepwalking in general creeps me out. Like, people think it's funny. Like, there's this chick. No, not at all. There's this, so there's this video of this, this white, this, this lady, and, uh, she's, like, walking outside. Like, she's, like, fucking, like, she's, like, running around the house, and she's, like, her eyes are open, obviously, they're sleepwalking. Yeah. And she's, like, staring, staring at her husband and shit. Like, he sleeps on the couch to (laughs) to make sure, to make sure she doesn't go outside, She's just staring at him? Yeah, and she comes up to him and she's like, oh, staring at him and shit. That's fucking scary. I'd be like, babe, what the fuck are you doing? And he's just like used to it, dude. But that would creep me the fuck out, man. He met on sleepwalks a lot, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And because her mom sleepwalk a lot. Dude, her mom used to fucking wake me up in the middle of the night and like, babe, babe, babe. I'm like, what? There's fucking tarantulas all over the wall. I was like, dude. You're fucking sleepwalking right now. Like, and she's looking at me. She's like, I'm not, I'm not, I swear. I'm like, babe. And then I would have to like finally like shout, like, hey. And so you've like, woken them up? you woken her up? Oh, yeah, her? dude. Nothing happens? Like, that's like a myth and shit? Because this ain't not supposed to wake up a sleepwalker. Well, I thought that her already sleepwalking or sleep talking and doing that was her being crazy already. Oh. But okay. I kind of like fucking snapped her out of it. But it's crazy. He man, I used to have like fucking bad night terrors to the point where we would have to put her in the fucking bathtub full of water to like wake her up out of it. So now she, he man, has like these little episodes where she does wake up and she's like, "Look at that, Dad! Look, look, look!" I'm like, "Babe, lay down." I'm all looking around the room <laughs> to see if yeah, like there's something in here. You know what I mean? Freak me out. So dude. like. It's crazy. I I sleep with like a big ass fucking machete by me, you know. Like I put it in between my mattress on the and the wall. Shit, I got a gun in the truck. You see? Well, <laughs> <laughs> what good around, is it gonna dude. do you in the truck if you're I, in the house? I didn't want to bring it in here. And, like I don't know how people are with guns. And shit, oh, so. I don't mind, dude. Yeah, you but need a cross next to your bed, not a fucking. I have a cross <laughs> over my bed. <laughs> <laughs> it well, makes me feel better. I know it's not gonna accomplish anything, but fuck. Dude, no, I mean, well, because. yeah, I mean, I have rosaries, dude. You know, like I fucking I had the first one since I was like one years old so I've had it for 32 years 
And that's what my Nina used to play, place on my bed because that's when I was like fucking dying and shit at open heart surgery. But anyways, what? man. Yeah, dude. We'll, we'll get to that right now. But Jimena fucking freaks the shit out of me when she fucking sleepwalks, man. So she's been sleeping with me. But every now and then I look, you know, she wants me to leave the door open. And sometimes I'm like, nah, dude, leave that shit closed because I hate when you fucking like sit up in your bed and you're just looking into my room. <laughs> oh God, dude! Yeah, dude! Jesus! <laughs> no way! Because man. I'll be watching, you know, YouTube on my phone, and I'm just like looking, and I'm looking towards her room, and all of a sudden I see her sit up and look at my room. Yeah. I'm like, Oh no, dude! That shit gave me goosebumps, man. I'm like, Himana, Himana, and then I'm like, Himana. She's like, Huh? I was like, Dude, lay down, go to sleep. Okay, but I'm like, Dude, like, Wow. You know, that's wild. My, dude. my brother has a story of me waking, sitting up from being asleep for several hours. I sat straight up and I started laughing, laughing hard, mm-hmm. dude. and then I fell back to sleep. Yeah, so I mean, in every house that uh, I lived in, I had like a little something happen to me. So, in my mom's house, um, there was a time where I was like, a lot of shit had happened, dude, and uh. Like, personal stuff, family stuff, and just, like, I was walking around, like, and it was to a point where I was saying, like, I was atheist. Like, just shit. openly saying, like, I didn't believe in shit. Like, I didn't think anything was was real. And um, I was in, I was, like, a, a freshman in college or whatever, and it was, like, pretty pretty late in life. And I was just like, eh, no, I don't think I believe in anything anymore. And uh, so I would, uh, I would never go to, I got into college, I didn't want to go, but I had Damn, like a, for real? I had a year's worth of uh, like scholarships and shit. Yeah, so I where'd did, you go? Uh, South Mountain Community. Okay, shit. Yeah, cool. just like basic studies for a year. And uh, I, didn't, I didn't go back when the money ran out, but. Um, <coughs> <laughs> like, yeah. you know what, I didn't want it. <laughs> I, I didn't want to go and I never really went to class either, man. Like I just, I would, so my dad, I, w- I would. Like put it out there that I went to class, but I had a I had a little s- like system. My dad would work nights and come home and he'd crash out by like eight thirty. So I'd leave the house at seven thirty. I'd go to mm-hmm. one class and then I'd come home at around nine, and that fool was asleep. So I'd go in, go inside and I'd crash out too and shit. And uh, one day, uh, I did that and I remember just waking up and I never sleep on my back. And I remember waking up and I was on my back, and I couldn't move like at all. Oh. My neck was cocked like towards the closet. And uh, there was this like figure standing in the closet, dude. And like I was like I was like paralyzed, like for reals. And I, it felt, felt like my tongue was swollen. Ooh. <clears throat> and it, I, it legit felt like somebody was either like holding me down or like sitting on my chest, dude, to where I couldn't move and shit. Yeah. And uh, there was like like gray figures going in and out of the closet, just like weird shit. And this per- this this lady like figure was almost like transparent and she had no mouth and just like dark you couldn't see eyeballs and real like stringy hair and just like almost see-through dude and uh it felt like fucking forever dude and i'm just laying there looking at this fucking thing and all of a sudden i start to just like i start to get little mobile and i start to feel like movement yeah. again and i'm like what you the your toes and your fingers and huh? i'm like what the fuck is going on man and like freaked me out so i in, in my mind right there that was like that was like my energy being put out there and then it's showing itself too. Yeah. Like, like you better watch what the fuck you're saying. Cause like you can go down the wrong path kind of thing. And so you felt that, that, that was the reason why I felt like, because I was saying shit, not really knowing what I was saying, like 
something presented itself to me and was yeah. like, this is what the fuck you're talking about. And if yeah. you continue saying this shit, like you're going to, it's going gonna to, you're going to invite something in. Yeah. That's what I felt like. And since then, like I believe in God, I have my beliefs about the Bible and church and all that shit. So I, I, I believe if you live good and you treat people right and you know, you put good energy out there, that shit will find you back. Like that's, that's Wait, Rudy, Rudy wants to say something. Speak to the microphone. So it's called sleep paralysis. And yeah, and I, I've done my research on that, dude. And I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sold on that yet. You know what? I, I do want to chime in because it's happened to me. The first time it ever happened to me, and I've known because I thought that my first time when I had it, I had a stroke or a heart attack because I'm a fat motherfucker, you know. And I was drinking like fucking whiskey all the time. Like I was drinking nothing but whiskey bottles around this time. So I thought that that was what I was like. I thought I was having a heart attack or something. But anyways, the first ever fucking time it happened to me was because I was like pretty stressed out. We were, uh, my ex was pregnant and we were living with her grandfather. And the reason why we were living with him was not only was he helping us out with a place to stay, but he was dying of cancer. So he got to a point where he was pretty much bedridden, all right? And, like, I hadn't been sleeping well. My ex was pregnant. And, like, you know, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, I, one day I was just, like, taking a nap on the couch. And my, my body was face and my head was, like, cocked up kind of, like, facing towards the kitchen because I'm fat. You know, I'm looking at the fridge. <laughs> and fucking all of a sudden, and, again, his mobility has pretty much gone down the drain, like, because he has cancer and it's already got through all his bones and we've helped him with, like, cannabis and, like, all this shit. Like, it helped him for a great while, but he was already dying. Right. So he was pretty much bedridden at this point, And I was just like, fuck, like, I'm going to take a nap. And, like, I don't know what it is, dude. Like, uh, uh, like my eyes were about to close, but everything just, like, fucking, like, boom. Like, I became paralyzed. And my mind was awake, but my body was paralyzed. All right? Like, I couldn't move for shit. And then... All of a sudden, I see him come through the hallway, and he was, like, speed walking. This dude couldn't even fucking, like, walk. Yeah. He was speed walking like those fucking people in the movies. You know how, like, when they're, like, like this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, he was speed walking in the kitchen, and I was, like, like that. You know, uh, I couldn't yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, like, and then he, like, turns around and looks at me. And he run towards me, dude. Oh, hell. He, like, runs towards me, and he gets on top of my chest. And I'm just like, <laughs> like that, dude. And then finally, maybe it lasts, like, a minute. Because I thought, like, I was, I was like, wanting to hold my chest because I thought I was having a heart attack. I thought, like, oh, wait, this is what death looks like. This mm. is what, before you die, this is what it is. And then I finally fucking, like, snap out of it. And I, like, just, like, I'm so fucking scared. Sure. And I'm just like, okay. Um, I'm going to call my girl and I'm going to tell her what happened. I think I had a heart attack or stroke. And then so we went to the emergency room. And then so they're like, hey, it sounds like you had an episode of sleep paralysis. So after that, dude, I kid you not, I would have sleep paralysis maybe four times a week for maybe three years. Three years. And ever four since. Four times a week? Yeah. Shit, and dude. it got to the point where I knew it was going to happen just by maybe a couple minutes before I would go to bed. My body was like, Hey motherfucker, I'm just going to let you know it's going to happen tonight. No shit. Yeah. It got to that point. 
And then so I started looking up online on ways, like, just how to snap out of it. And they just recommended, like, hey, like, when you're in the episode, to wiggle your fingers and toes. Like, you can't move your whole body, but try to see if you have any strength to wiggle your your feet, your your toes, and your fingers. And then so I kind of got, you know, to the point where I was able to. But then, like, I don't know if it's my body or, like, fucking spirits or whatever it is. But, like, oh, we're catching on to what you're doing, dude. Like, you're not going to be able to fucking Like, you're not shit. snapping out of this Yeah, one. you're not going <laughs> to. But, yeah, it would get real bad, dude. Yeah, like, horrible, like things would fucking come at me. There would be, like, fucking dark figures over me and shit. And sometimes it would, like, my eyes would be, like, wide open. But it would be, like like an old school television where you just see all the gain, like all the noise, the white noise, the white noise. And then like literally my ears would be like, like that dude. And then finally I'd snap out of it, but it got to that point. And I feel like, yes, like you are right to a certain extent when it comes to like, Hey, like if you do good, if you live your life, well, like this shit will stop because I started to snap out of like whatever bad habits I was doing. When it came to like fucking lying and shit like that, or just being a bad person in yeah. general, and I felt like it was kind of helping. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, that energy carries, man. I believe yeah, that man. shit truthfully. Like, like it's all what you put out there, man. Like, people I, people will say otherwise, but I feel like that's what it. Like what you said earlier was kind of like correct. You know, like that was crazy, man. Yeah, that shit was that when that happened to me, man. It's not me out of all of that bullshit. I was like, okay, it's it there. It's gonna get bad, but I don't have to stay in the bad mood. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like just push forward, man. It's you know it's not gonna last forever. And uh, I haven't had anything like that. Ha- nothing that serious happened to me again, thank God. You know, but uh, in the first house I bought, um, I remember getting everything moved in. I used to be uh, the one by the lake. It was uh, it was next to the golf course. Mm. So it was next to a golf course. Uh, bought a house we shit had no business buying. <laughs> and, uh, um, do, you, do you care to talk about that? Uh, it was just at the time where they were handing out loans to fir- we were first time buyers and I mean on paper everything looked good. Yeah. So we went that route and once we got in there, shit changed. Like money became an issue, and then problem after problem after problem. You know how it goes and. Yeah, we ended up losing it and all that shit. But uh, what like as we were moving in, like maybe the first two three weeks, I would say maybe like the first month or two, we got everything moved in, and I was like big into collecting. I wouldn't even say collecting, but I had a lot of like sneakers at the at the time, like tennis <laughs> shoes, and uh, I had them all stacked up in boxes. I like got them all where I wanted them, and my my first walk in closet and was shit this like that. Was before you were, you were collecting records? Yes. Yeah. So you had like you know where you would typically keep your, keep your records in like those little cubbies. Did you ever do that with your shoes? Yeah. 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 Well, they were oh, all shit. in boxes. Uh, oh. I kept them in the boxes, but they were like categ- or organized by the box. Oh so, shit. So like orange Nike boxes, and then the gray Nike boxes, then Jordan boxes, and then fucking Damn. yeah, it went it went like that. So uh, I um, got them all up there, and uh, well at least the ones at that time. And I remember laying in the bed, and the setup was like bedroom, master bedroom then the restroom, and then the closet at the far end. So, like, you can see all the way through through the closet. Yeah. There was no Damn. door no door on the restroom. It wasn't that big. I mean, it might sound like that, but it wasn't that big. But it sounds nice. It, it, it was nice. Uh, I will say that. But uh, I was laying down after I got everything in there, and I'm looking, like, at the wall through the closet, and all of a sudden, just shoe boxes from the top row just go flying across <laughs> the closet. 
And I fucking locked up, like got tense, and I was like, "What the fuck was that?" And my my ex, at, you know, she was in the other other part of the house doing some shit. And I got up and I went over there and I just sat there. And she's like, "What's wrong with you?" And I was like, "I don't know what the fuck I just saw. Like, I don't I don't know what I just saw." Yeah. I was like, "Go in there and tell me if them boxes, like if shoe boxes are in the <laughs> closet." And she's like, "What did you do?" I was like, "I didn't do that shit." Like we had a conversation and she was just like. Well, fuck it. I don't know what it was. And she, it, she brushed it off, but I yeah. was like, what the fuck? And then nothing ever happened again, but that shit was weird, dude. Just strange. Yeah. And like I said, this last one happened where that fucking gust of wind swayed and me you and said this, And you said this is the current house. That's the current house I'm in, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do, you, do you ever kick out, kick it in your like, man cave by yourself and shit? Oh, yeah. All the yeah. time, man. Yeah. <laughs> I would be fucking scared. I'd be like, you know what? Fuck that shit. I mean... After that that shit happened, I don't know if I t- did I talk about it in my last my last podcast about my neighbor. No. So, so my my neighbor, you know, some shit went down. I don't want to go get into too much detail, but some shit went down where we went into court or you know, virtual court, whatever the fuck you want to say. Like, we went to court and I ended up winning against him. And a couple days later. I see, like, the corner van outside fucking my house. And, you know, I was like, oh, shit. And then my mom did some investigation. She went on Facebook, and she searched him up. And, yeah, he was he passed away. And I was like, fuck. Like, I wonder if I had anything to do with it. Or, I mean, to, the, to a certain extent, man, because, you know, you have so much power over against a person, but... If they want to take their own life or if they, like, die because they're stressed out, that's on them. You know what I mean? Because you as a person, like, as an individual, you have to keep yourself fucking centered. You can't be fucking letting shit get to you, you know? But, like, after that, for, like, maybe a couple months after that shit happened, up until, like, recently, I felt very uncomfortable to be around my house. I felt very uncomfortable to be around my front yard, my backyard, and I guess that's the way my backyard looks the way it does right now. Because, because you don't spend time back there? I don't spend time around the house, just inside. But even then, like, I felt weird in my own house. You know what I mean? Like, I was just like, fuck. Like, do this- you sage? No, nah, you, you should try it, dude. I masturbate and then like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that should that might scare him away for momentarily. That might scare him momentarily. Away. It's like, damn, dude, you don't gotta fucking put those balls in front of shit. <laughs> but I mean, that's the only fucking kind of meditation I do. You know what I mean? But I don't know, man. Like this, this dude really fucking had it all for me, man. And mm-hmm. it's just like I felt like that energy, like fucking lingered around for a little bit. Yeah. And then, you know, I had a conversation with Jimena because she joked about it. And she was like, damn, finally, you know, like, I was like, hey, yeah, you know, you can't you can't be saying that shit like it happened. Whatever happened, happened. And, you know, he he's he's not hurting anymore. You know, that he doesn't have to pay bills anymore. So, (laughs) you know, it is what it is. Like, right. Because, you you know, what a pain and, and hurt also when you're paying bills and shit like that. Nobody wants to fucking do that shit. Hell you know nah, I mean? man. So that's also a part of it. You know what I mean? Even though he was probably making good, you know, a penny for himself, there's maybe things he wanted to do that he wasn't able to because he was still paying bills, you know? So that's why I also said that. But also being a dumbass, I was joking. But I told her, I'm like, dude, you don't joke around like that, you know? Because that's the kind of shit that you don't want to wish on somebody. I never, I never once wished, like, death on him at all. I just wanted to get him doxxed. That's 
<laughs> you know, I just wanted to dox him and that's it. But even then, I came to and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this shit down because this is fucking childish. I don't need to reach that fucking yeah, low. Yeah, get to his level. Yeah. And you know, you even saw I fucking posted it. And then like some of your homies or like fucking other people that I didn't know were like, oh, I'm going to fucking call his work and shit like that. And then I, like 25 minutes later, I was like, you know what? This isn't worth it, man. I'm just going to fucking take this shit down. Then I don't want to be one of those fucking stupid-ass liberal Gen Z kids, you know, that do that shit to people. And she's like, why? Like, he's got he's got his own family to support. And this is a, just between us. He you know? sounded like, a, not to be, I mean, but he just sounded like a miserable person anyway. Yeah, and, and, like, the fact of the matter is, like, you you didn't have that much control over that. You might have just added a little bit more to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not anything it, you should carry but i know what you're saying it has to be weird man like, i think he was just miserable because he couldn't live the life that he wanted to live yeah because probably. i was living mine i was playing music there you go i was having friends over we were fucking kicking it we were doing bonfires and he would just didn't like it so i understand like okay dude like you know you couldn't probably do the shit that i wanted to do but you know now i see his lady fucking kicking it in her house with her blinds wide open watching movies having people over and shit oh yeah so dude. i'm like hey man now your lady's doing what she wants to do you know what i mean so did she see a man come over the other day <laughs> several nice <laughs> so hey man she's getting that little thing pounded on you know and i'm fucking happy for her because this is 2022 and she should be able to have as many partners as she wants so Fucking man, she works at old folks' home, dude. Oh shit! So I'm pretty sure she's sucking that old senior citizen dick. You know what I mean? She's she's like, I've been eyeballing you when you play the organ. (laughs) I used to work at old folks. Play play the organ. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I used to work at a fucking retirement home, dude. For real? Or what they call it a senior living home. You know? I used to work at one of those places, and I used to fucking be. you know, I cooked food for them and shit like that, oh, you know? Okay. But to put it nicely, I was the dietary... What is it? Dietary They're something? Dietary consultant. Yeah, something like that. Even though I was fat as fuck, I was like, I Dietitian? don't know shit. Dietitian. Yeah, there yeah. you go. I didn't know shit about food, you know? <laughs> I just knew that fucking fast food, and I still think that it tastes good, but, you know, I try to cook I try to cook food at home now, you know what I mean? Like, you guys dig those pork chops? Oh, hell yeah, yeah, dude. Thanks again, chops. man. Hell yeah. Baked potato. You, you can't go wrong with them, man. Nope. Shit. And I got the fucking biggest fucking baked potatoes, too. Yeah, they were pretty those huge, man. They were fucking steroid filled and everything like that. That's your thigh. That's how Exactly, man. Shit. Oh, shit. I was like, <laughs> man, so I used to work at the fucking retirement homes, man, and they were miserable, man. Like, they used to always be like, oh, you're a Spanish boy fucking went back and yeah like, see it's just like hate filled motherfuckers man that just they ain't gonna be happy ever they're not ever it's because life, their family man. left them dude they abandoned them and they're fucking I can't wait till my parents are at that point and they're able to stay with me in my studio apartment that I live in in the future you know what I mean because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get a house in the future I mean thank god to my landlord she's fucking cool and you know I stay here thank you sister I appreciate it but you know I can afford this for a little bit longer until she starts asking for more. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to bounce. I'm going to go live in a smaller place that's the size of this living room. But, hey, I fucking loved it, though. I'm not going to lie. I lived in the studio house, and it was fucking beautiful. Yeah. You know, it's 
It is what it is. Yeah, man. it's the lifestyle you live, man. You're always on the go and shit. I'm always on the go. Dude, you saw my fucking yard, the backyard, and the front yard? And it's not even that bad, man. It's really not that bad. I know, but my parents, when they come fucking to the house, fucking <laughs> 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 yeah. okay, no shaming your place. I'm like, dude, I'm fucking trying to make shit happen for myself. You know what I mean? I can't be, dude, running a fucking household by yourself is hard. Like, I mean, this dude, fucking, you you do it, and you do it fucking very well. Every time I go to your house, you're always doing something, you know? You guys build a, he fucking built an extra bathroom and shit. Nice, dude. He's fucking handy with that fucking cock, dude. He does it well, man. <laughs> shit, man. Right on, shit. But anyways, man, I mean, you have your house, man. How, how does it feel, like, to finally, or you already had a house before, but, yeah. like, being stable and consistent with everything. That's always a good feeling, man, always. And it's good when you're like right, right now. I would say that I'm living like the best part of my life right Hell now. Yeah. Just just with the people like around me, what's going on, like even work wise and shit. Like it's all it's all good stuff, man. So like, uh, it's it's just like uh, like you say, you're not gonna ever be able to afford it or whatever. But that shit, if you if you want it, man, that shit'll happen. Yeah, just in time, bro. Like it it happens for everybody when it's supposed to. Yeah. And I just thinking to touch on it, I hear you talk about like being irresponsible. I know I know you're joking and shit, man, because you're doing your thing. A lot of well, people are fucking in a lot worse situations, like yeah. because they put themselves there and shit. And yeah. I don't see you as that kind of person, dude. So just just putting that out there for you, right man. Right on, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. As he fucking hits that crack pipe, spin it, spin it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Painting the wrong picture for you. <laughs> I'm just there. kidding. Well, they get, the, the video's there, so they're gonna be like, oh, it's weed, fool, calm down. That's what the cough was earlier, too. Yeah. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen people smoke out of a fucking crack pipe before, and it's like the weirdest thing. It's just like, damn. I don't, I've seen somebody hit a, like, G out of a light bulb before. Oh, yeah. That was the weirdest thing to me, dude. Like, it made me so uncomfortable with some motherfucker I used to go to high school First with. of all, it's like, dude, get yourself one at a fucking smoke shop. It's a lot cheaper. I think they're like $3. Yeah, dude, $3. fucking 3 bucks, man. But a fucking light bulb, that's fucking unhealthy, dude. Because <laughs> yeah, there's already wild. shit inside Well, he of scraped it. the white stuff off. Oh, okay. Yeah, he did the whole fucking... Well, there you go. He's been responsible. It's not Fuck. that bad, man. I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> shit, man. But I was like, God damn, dude. Yeah, I remember How desperate. I mean, you think he's embarrassed to go in the smoke shop and buy a fucking legit pipe? Well, yeah, I think so. Because at the time, he wasn't like fucking strung out. I think he was just like I think he was more ashamed he was even doing it or whatever. Like he shouldn't though, cause it made him feel good though. Well, whatever, you know what I mean. <laughs> that, that shit is to each their own, man. I don't down anybody for doing their thing, but uh, I'm just so happy I never got heavy into fucking drugs like that. Yeah. I mean, except for just like coke, which was like more of a party thing, you know what I mean? I never went out of my way to go fucking score it and like fucking if it was there, it was there, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, okay, never mind. There was a couple times where I did, but you know. I never fucking did it alone or fucking. I think everybody has their stories. Like we were talking earlier, like about mushrooms and shit, and oh, how yeah. you were you you had some and you gave you were gifted gave some and you he were gave gifted it to them me back. And I gave them back. <laughs> it's because I was scared, dude. Because my mind is pretty fucking crazy. It's pretty active, and it's just like, all right, I don't know how to fucking take these things. He's like, oh, just take a couple caps. I'm like. Okay, well, I don't know what a, I mean, I don't know which one to take because one was fucking huge, one was small, and I was like, 
Uh, yeah, well, that's I why should... I said balls to the wall for you. Like in my yeah. mind, I would say, take a cap. I would always automatically my mind would go for the smallest one. Me, I would. I like I said, I was like, I'm gonna do the whole bag. <laughs> you know, I have like yes, balls to the wall is definitely a phrase that I used to fucking use a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, you could tell. Well, I used to say balls deep. I was like balls <laughs> deep. And into everything I used to fucking do, I used to just say balls deep. I'm like, do it. I'm going to do it. Because the last time I did coke, I was invited to the backyard to do like fucking thick ass lines. And that's when I was like, fuck, I feel like headbutting somebody right now. And uh, it wasn't a good time for them. Mm. And it wasn't a good time for me, too, because I fucking slept in my whole shift at work, man. It fucking sucked, man. So... That and had like a fucked up forehead and I had like one arm missing on my fucking glasses. So I was like, it's not worth it anymore. It's not <coughs> a good time. So, so would you ever do it? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Shrooms? Yeah, shrooms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, shrooms. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, shrooms. But if you had a bump right now, I mean, shit. Oh, no, I'm just no, kidding. No. <laughs> Dude, I see people. So cocaine is... Uh, is a hell of a drug. Yeah, it's never been... Um, it's never drawn me in like that. I've never been attracted to it. But you know what intrigues me? And then it's the ugliest drug ever is fucking her- heroin. You've I, done it before? No, nah, I've... Well, no, I've never shot Wait, heroin. no, you can't say well. I've never shot heroin, but <laughs> I've, 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 I've sipped lean before. Oh, okay. And everybody's taking, like, pain pills, so I know what the effects oh, are and shit. Yeah. Like, it's, it's all, opiate. Yeah, yeah, it's all the same. So, like, um, but in in terms of, like... It intrigues me because, like, I'll watch shows and, like, everybody says the same thing. It's like, everybody knows that once you do it, you're, you're giving your life away to this drug. Yeah, yeah. And motherfuckers still do it, man. Mm. And once they do it, they can't get away from it. And it's just like, man, that feeling has to be fucking amazing. If you're going <laughs> to give your life away to this drug, that feeling has to be fucking... Well, like, it's like when people give themselves up to Jesus... You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Like, I, I guess. Yeah, I, mean, I, I guess that high can be like that too, man. Yeah. But I mean, but like, I, I yeah, it's that's possible. I, yeah. I see that. But like heroin, like I was saying, like that shit has always just been like a. Like I said, I would never ever fucking do it. But I know that these people mm. are experiencing like a one-time thing, and then they end up chasing that. Yeah, man. And chasing. But it, that's chasing. But it. then at uh, to there comes a certain point where they're doing every fucking like drug in the book though. Because they're, they, yeah, you're, they're chasing it, but they're also doing, like, fucking everything else, you know what I mean? <laughs> and you think about it, when you can't get it, you they probably smoke some weed or whatever to ease the stomach problems or yeah. the withdrawal issues, or they do cocaine to bring themselves out of it. I'm wa- I, I watched this show. I, I fucking, dude, I binge-watched this show the whole week. For the first season and the second season. There's only, like, three episodes in the second season because they're still working on it. But it's called Euphoria. Oh yeah, I recently started watching it too. Dude, man. and the girl, the Zendaya, Zendaya, yeah. she's like her character Rue is like chasing that dragon. She's just, you know, dude. She in this. I don't want spoiler. She's sick with it, man. She is she's sick fucking with it. crazy in that show, dude. dude. I love it though yeah, because I wild. live through these characters. I'm like, I want to fucking do that shit. But I can't because I'm fucking 32 years old and I'm a dad. Yeah, she's doing it at the time she should have been exactly, doing it. Exactly, like, like that's the I'm, and and here's the thing though. Like, so I I uh, I always I, I smoked weed here and there back in the day in high school. I got yeah. Let's ha- get to how you were in high school. How I was in high school? Yes, I, dude. I was not reserved, but I wasn't like fucking out there either. I mean, you were just a chill stoner. Exactly. I I uh, went to a d- bunch of different grade schools like. In, in the area we lived in, so I knew a lot of 
people. Like place, different high schools? No, or? grade schools. Okay. Like, um, so I went to John, John F. Kennedy, Greenfield, um, uh, Southwest, and Maxino Bush. Mm-hmm. All between kindergarten to eighth grade. Okay. So, and then I played sports too, so I knew a lot of people. Uh, and got into high school, man. I was honestly just a lost kid, dude. <laughs> like just like I feel like just anybody, like, most of us. like anybody else. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, like it, that was around the time that like family shit started to happen. So like my best friend was my cousin, mm-hmm. and uh, you imagine one one week going to school and and uh, you're hanging out with your cousin while all this turmoil and the family's going on. Friday, you guys walk, you guys walk home together and shit, and you're like, all right, man. I'll see you later. And uh, Monday comes and the motherfucker acts like he doesn't know you and shit. Shit. All over family issues that we had no control over. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, like all like all that shit happened. So I was like extra like fucking just trying to find my place and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I was always into fucking music. I always loved cars. Um, I drove an 85 Monte Carlo that was gifted to me by my dad. Uh, Where's that at now, man? It got stolen. Oh, yeah. it would be fucking stolen. Yeah, man. it got stolen, and they stripped it and shit. And uh, but it was a midnight blue '85 Ooh, Monte Carlo. With, that's a nice with, color, man. With a uh, silver flake and had a uh, 14-inch true spokes on it. It's clean, man. It was. I missed that car. But yeah, uh, and you were rolling in that in mm-hmm, high school. In high school. Damn. That's how I met. That's kind of like when Tony found out that I drove that car. Like, that's what, like, oh. extra solidified it. Like, always oh, like, oh, a, a fellow lowrider and shit. Hell yeah, man. And, uh, I bet you had all the breezes in the ride with you. Dude, man. So, I I mean, it's Spit not, it. we, were in hi, we were in high school, so it's not going to get any, <laughs> not going to get anybody in trouble. I hope not. But, yeah. like, uh, so that, that Tony, man, so we met, like I said, and that was, like, my go-to dude. That was, like, one of my best friends in high school. Yeah. Him and, a, and another dude. And, um. But me and Tony were always together, man, always. And uh, I witnessed this dude build his car on a part-time job through high school. The one that he's got now, right? Yeah, the, the 62. Impala? Yeah, he's yeah, got the 62 it's Impala. beautiful, man. But that food, like, I would take him to the chrome shop once a week to pick up a couple of pieces of chrome. Yeah. Like, that's how, that's how long and how tedious it took for him to build that car. Yeah, man. And the first time we pulled it out in se- senior year... Uh, That's when you finished it. Uh huh. Finished Ooh. it right before graduation, dude. Damn, and then we took the yeah. we took the, we took the first cruise. Like we were pulling out of uh, 9th Street and Rozier, right in front of South, and uh, we got to the light, and a group of girls pulled up next to us, and it was cr- it happened like automatically, dude. And I was like, I was blown away. Like I said, we're 18 years old, man. They like wanted to get in the Yeah, exactly, ah! dude. They're like. They're like, where are you guys going? I love your car and all this stuff. And uh, Tony was like, hey, we're going to the park. Follow us. And they followed us, dude. And we hung out with them for a little while. And talking oh, you guys hung out. And yeah, then yeah. that was that, dude. And then that was the that started the whole lowrider thing. Hell like, yeah, everybody man. was into it, you know. You took it out, baby. You took it out, baby. <laughs> yeah. Why? What's going on, baby? I got a piece out. Right on, uh, man. Pleasure meeting you. Yeah, man. Good to see you. Good, uh, good talking to well, you. Well, Rudy's leaving. It's because he doesn't have a microphone. I'm sorry, dude. Okay. He's like, fuck it. At least I, I fed him shit. Oh, yeah, dude. Shit. Love you. <laughs> it's not cool. You know Later, how old man. the dark say, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. He's like, sure. fuck this shit. <laughs> Love you, Rudy. Said he had to wake up early. <laughs> oh, yeah. He has to work all fucking weekend, too. But yeah, so that man. must have felt nice, dude. It was, it was a good feeling, man, for just me seeing this food, like, completed and stuff man that was like crazy 
crazy, man, the dedication he had to that shit. And that's the type of person that he is, that what I see, because he's like a very, comes off as a very strong-minded person, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And for him, because I know that his dad does upholstery, right? Yeah, yeah. And like the way that he got into detail, into like talking about his dad and him working on the car together, like, yeah, he did it by himself, but he also had like that other person like, hey, like, you know. Yeah, he was basically his guide. Yeah. Uh, and then his, his uncle, like he was heavily influenced by them. And uh, like the lowrider scene in the old days, you know what I mean? Like uh, the the golden days of fucking cruising and shit. Yeah, um, that's what we used to talk about. Like Central, back when my parents used to cruise it, and uh, his yeah. parents used to cruise it, and even he talks about Mexico and all this shit, dude. So like it goes deep. And um, Central will never be what it was in the '80s and the '70s. But it wasn't uh, for his pops. No, 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 no. Just saying in general, like yeah. cruising, cruising would happen from Encanto and Central all the way down to the mountain, dude. Damn. They would cruise down Central and it'd be both both sides all weekend long. It'd be cruising, dude. And like they shut it down. Police shut it down. It got heavily policed. And uh, they tried to bring it back in the 90s. It came back a little bit in the 2000s when I when I was driving low riders and shit. And uh, now... It's like everywhere. It seems like everywhere you go, they kind of shut it down. But they do have yeah, like those man. those shank, sanctioned crews. Like I know they cruise out here on the west side sometimes. And the thing is that they they have like these meets at parks now, from what I've been seeing. Like, yeah, that could be it too. You know, man. like because Grand Avenue, dude, was it was nice for a minute, dude. It was fucking fun. I was like, wow, like this is fucking beautiful. But then you know there are those those people who do litter. Yep. And there are those, those That was the biggest fucking problem for yeah, them, man. And people wouldn't clean up after themselves. And it's just like, man, look, we got this this great thing happening, man. Police weren't fucking with us. And it, shit would get crazy. They'd be hopping in the middle of the yeah, street. Park man. they would park their cars in the turning lanes and just be out there <laughs> dancing and shit, dude. I mean we provide, I mean it's to be expected. We're we're wild people, you know what I mean? Exactly. And that and Grand Ave is such a like uh Secluded little area. It's such a fucking great spot from that area, man. It's and fucking beautiful. For that to be happening there was perfect, man, and it got shut down. But we provided the soundtrack, and it was just oh, that was man. like the best. My favorite times were at Grand, dude. Yeah, like, no man. bullshit, dude. Like we've done, you know, pretty big things and and all that. But I have the best memories from Grand, dude. That shit was fun. I man. loved being there, man. I mean, the the moment I got wind of like fucking that cruise happening there, I was like, oh man. And then, like, it, it all started, like, it, it all fucking spawned from, like, you know, the the Super Show. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's pretty much how it started. And fucking everybody that was, you know, from fucking California or uh, Texas or New Mexico, wherever these other car co- clubs came from, they would go to Grand Avenue. Yeah. And it was awesome, man. And so it's such a, a it's an area filled with... Uh like history and shit and culture, man. And it's just yeah. one of those things. Hopefully it'll get to come back though, man. We'll see because they keep talking about it, but they need to set out, uh, like these big ass waste baskets every fucking so many feet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just so that way people, you know, don't fucking litter and shit. I mean, me, I just threw my beer cans in the car and I mean, I know it's bad, but <laughs> they're not <laughs> on like, the street. They're though, not on the street. Mean, I mean, yeah. I'm not trying to ruin a fucking opportunity for us because it was a good time, man. But just like anything, there's going to be fucking stupid-ass people that want to act stupid, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, man. It's everywhere. So, you know, um, and then back to, like, the whole high school thing, dude. Like, once I found Tony, like, once we got together, like, we went to car shows all the time. Fucking everything was about cruising, driving around. Um, That's pretty much all we did. Then a little later, 
we got into like the house party scene and mm. had some crazy sh- fucking experiences. What was that then. like, man? Here, uh, so I mean, it was they, we, they had a party line. Um, most of the time we got flyers from school and shit, and we oh, fucking yeah. uh, we were desperate. We would call the party line, but we all always used to meet up at Tempe Town Lake. So what's the party line for the people <coughs> that don't know? So it was like a fucking phone number with like a operator, like operated phone number. And it would just Damn. give like info, a rundown, like from Friday. If you called on Friday, I think it would like give you a rundown of like the parties and where they were going to be. And this be was at. early 2000s? Yeah. Well, yeah, it was the early 2000s. Well, it was like in the late 90s, honestly. Okay. Yeah. That's when you were in high school, the no, late no, 90s? No. Yeah. So I went from high school, I was in high school 98 to 2002. Okay. So like we started partying, I would say like sophomore year, junior year. And uh, we would get flyers and shit, like different party crews and stuff. And uh, like I said, if we were desperate and not, when nobody heard anything, we would hit the party lineup. Yeah. And you, when we hit the party lineup, that's when Ooh. shit got cracking, dude. That wow. shit was fucking wild, man. I remember being at a at one party, and uh, there was a keg and all that stuff. And that was one of the things. So we thought we were being smart when it said, like, oh, there's going to be security at the door and all this yeah. shit. Like, we thought, okay, we'll go to that one and shit because it probably won't get that crazy. Those are the fucking worst ones, dude. won't get dude. lit up. Oh, they always got lit up, yeah, man. man. It was wild. Um, so we went to this party on, like, 35th Avenue in Southern, man. And uh, got there. We're, you know, it's a fucking farmland, so it's, like, a big-ass party. They have, like, girls dancing on truck, like, in the back of... <laughs> the pickup trucks and shit. And it's just a wild ass party, man. And uh, I have my beer and um, I put it down and I go like walk across the way to go take a leak. Yeah. And uh, there's this dude like across the way and he like turns as, as he's turning around. Uh, it's like my childhood friend. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, what's up? And we get to this like little conversation. And next thing you know, we hear pop, pop, pop. And then ding, 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 like right next to us. Yeah. And there was like a metal pole in the middle of the field. Shit, yeah, man. the bullets hit the pole, dude, that we were talking next to and shit. And like fucking people scattered, fucking helicopter came. And that was one party. And then another one, like fucking they started shooting and shit. Now, like everybody's running out wild. The one that takes the cake, though, man, is the one with, like where we stopped partying altogether. We were on the west side. <laughs> I'll just say Where, that. Where, like on Bethany, no, Indian? we were on Indian School in Ooh. 67th Avenue. Shit, oh, Yeah, man. and we were right in the hood, dude, and uh, I was driving a 83 Cadillac at the time. Fucking, Shh. we all fucking, like, rolled up to this party. You had some pretty nice cars, Yeah, man. I, had some, I, I had some cool cars back in the day. Trying to get there again, but uh, it's going to take some time. Yeah. But, uh... So we, we get there, fucking, um, I didn't want to take my car anyway, but the, I didn't want to miss the party. So we ended up driving out there, fucking park my car, get into the party and shit. I mean, we're in there maybe five minutes, dude, and we're standing around the keg. And I'm waiting to get to it. And you hear like some arguing and then you hear pop, 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 like fucking automatically. And as I turn, it's like a wave of people like falling to the ground. And it's coming towards me, so then it, <laughs> it's like like in the stadium, yeah, like, like people stadium doing the wave. The yeah, man. So like they, and you're it, like, well, I guess I gotta drop. It, it, get, it gets to me, and these motherfuckers push me over, dude. And I land on top of this chick, and then Tony's like right there too. Like Tony hit the ground, and I'm not trying to embarrass him or anything, but this is just like the story that yeah, this is man. the way it happened. And uh, <laughs> fucking, uh, I guess he hit the ground like before anything happened, before like oh he saw it coming or oh, whatever like, happened, but he was on the ground, dude. Yeah, that's and fucking. Sense. I landed on this chick and she's like giving me shit, dude. She's like, get the fuck off me. I was like, bitch, they're shooting. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, what the fuck do you want me to do? 
And you're uh, lucky I'm on top of you. I'm fucking get the bullet first, bitch. Calm and then fucking so we uh, it, it's it calms down for like a split second. Everybody gets up, and uh, Tony's like laying there, dude. And I was like, get a little scared. And I'm like, hey, fool. And he's like, he's like kind of fucking like frozen. I'm like, get up, fool. Let's go. <laughs> was <laughs> he crying? Or nah, like, nah, he wasn't crying. I think I he mean, was, not I to mean, embarrass him, nah, Tony. Nah, nah, it's not like. He wasn't, I think he was more just like just shock. in shock. Yeah, yeah, in shock. And I was like, come on, fool. And I tried to like even pick him up, dude. Yeah. And it was like fucking, he didn't what? move, dude. I he just fucking, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, shit. in my head, I was like, all right, I gotta go, dude. So I just like left him there. I was like, all right, dude. Oh, <laughs> I was like, dude, all right, and you man. Were his ride? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but he, he made man. it out, though. He made it out. Um, fucking the other homie I was with was fucking, so all this shit's going on. There was like five of us there. This little short fool we were with, uh, is running back and forth trying to find a way over the brick fence. Yeah. Like, he's like a little puppy. He's, like, fucking <laughs> running back and forth. Like that cat that I have in the back. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, trying it. to find a way over. Yeah. And, like, we're next to this fucking wooden fence. So me and this dude start to fucking, like, push over and shit. And then everybody gets wind of it, and they we push the yeah. fence over, and we're running through the next person's yard. Yeah, and I'm running... And I'm looking back, and then I turn, and there's a tricycle in front of me. So I fucking hurdle the tricycle. People start falling behind me and shit. It was crazy, dude. You're like and a then track star jumping over the bicycle. Like, I just oh. happened to see it in time, dude. And fucking, uh, <laughs> we ended up, I ended up getting out of there. There's fucking police. There's fucking helicopters. All kinds of shit happening, dude. And I'm the only one in my car now. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I can't leave. Like, yeah. I'm not going to leave these fools. And one by one, here they come. Fucking yeah. the short foo, I see him. He ends up running to the fucking car. <laughs> and then fucking Tony comes out, and then the other fool comes out, and we fucking Damn. get in the car, take off. What was that car ride like? Were you guys like, oh, fool, this shit was crazy? Yeah. No, it was more quiet. Oh, it was really? more quiet. Yeah, I was like, fuck, dude. Like, that shit got real, dude. Because they like, it was that those first gunshots, and then it just started raining bullets dude Damn, like outside dude. the party there was it was automatic gunfire like all around us dude jesus christ fucking crazy and i understand because i did a little bit of like history searching i guess or just looking up on what happened in phoenix because it's a lot more tamed compared to how it used to be because for a minute phoenix did have a lot of like there was gang units and there was a lot of gangs at the time i, I don't know what years Specifically, but for a while, you guys did have gangs. Early 90s and the 80s, uh, like mid-80s to late 80s, early 90s was pretty bad. Yeah, and that's kind of how it was for for when I grew up in Santa Ana. Like, you know, we would hear drive-bys a lot. where we, Especially where we grew up, where I grew up, um, we were there in the early 90s, mid-90s to like maybe 2002 is when we finally left the neighborhood. But growing up... Like, you know, it was weird because we used to live on Gunther, which is, now that I think about it, even worse. Because there were, <laughs> it, was, it was in the industrial part of town. Oh, shit. So there was a lot more drive-bys. There was hookers fucking everywhere. And, like, like I think the last episode I mentioned, this hooker used, uh, hookers used to always come up to my dad when we go to the drive through at fucking Jack in the Crack. And like, hey, baby, you want to have a good time? Like, dude, have my kids with me, you know? Like, yeah. Okay. Maybe another time. I'm just <laughs> yeah, kidding. Yeah. But, but it was... I'll be back. It was crazy because we lived in this little... We lived in these condominiums, and they were... It, it felt very segregated. Because, you know, when, you're, when you live in apartments or you live in, like, condos, like, it's segregated from, like, what's happening around you in the streets. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But some, I mean, I've seen some apartments where it's just like, damn, it looks like fucking it's still bad in this fucking apartment area. But 
it was nice apartments, but the moment you fucking stepped out of that area, it's just like, oh, it's fucking crap here. Mm. But yeah, there's some of them still around here too, man. And like the last episode I mentioned, not not even a couple of streets away, um, on Jackson, like some dude fucking chopped up his wife and threw her in a fucking freezer. Yeah, see, that's it. I mean, it's fucked up all over the place, dude. Yeah, um, man. That's the reason I don't watch the news or pay attention to any of that shit. Man. Yeah, it's man. It's fucking crazy out there, man. And it's crazy, dude. I was I was listening to. I just recently discovered George Perez, this comedian. Yeah. Um, and he was talking about fucking California girls, and I was like, dude, I lived right across the street from the strip club that he works at. No, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, dude, I used to live right across the street from there, but. So like so now, I guess like a couple years later, we move into an area where the main gang is called F Troop, and that's where a lot of the guys, you know, like funk freaks and all them uh-huh. shit, you know, and they all kind of grew up in that area. Um, and that was I guess pretty bad, man. That's where I like it's weird because again, I live in the secluded area. I didn't think about anything else around me. I was really too young, but as I could hurt, hit a certain age. That's when I started first seeing like my first like ghetto birds, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they would like fucking flash on top of our house, our neighborhood. Isn't that crazy? How Dude. how much it lights up everything? It's fucking oh wild, my God. man. I started seeing people running, dude. <laughs> I was like thinking it was like some apocalyptic type shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, is the world gonna fucking end? Like what the fuck? But it's weird because being around that for quite some time, and I mean it would happen, but at the same time. When you're living there and you're used to it, it's just like, all right, cool. (laughs) It's normal, man. It's normal. But it wasn't like fucking boys in the hood type shit because at this point it was like mid nineties. It was a little bit more tame. Yes. And but the thing is that my mom and dad, they were like, Don't go past the street. Like stay in your neighborhood. Don't fucking leave. You know, and it's cool because my dad was kind of it was weird the way that everybody looked at my dad. They were like, That guy's the guy to go to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like respected he, he was shit. very respected we would fucking have like like literally block parties like it wasn't like we fucking blocked out the neighborhood but like everybody would everybody be involved everybody would be in our yeah. front yard my dad would be playing poker in the fucking front yard and we would have we would dude it would get fucking to the point where it was like oh we'd have running competitions you know what i mean yeah, like, like we it would always run. turned into something it else. was family friendly but my dad he's always had that fucking like personality very charismatic and like everybody respected and loved him because he's a man of many traits. Yeah. And I would, you know, some people say master of none. He's a master of all. You know what I mean? And it was weird because he was very respected. Even at an early age, gangs were like fucking begging him, like, yo, dude, like, oh, because they saw that the, the benefits of him being in their gang. They would be like, yo, this guy is like, you know, like, my dad used to steal car stereos, and my dad, my mom would be holding the flashlight for him. You know, like, <laughs> like that's the kind of shit that they used to do when they were kids. Yeah, and like they were like, you know, the gangs were like, dude, like, we want you a part of it. And like my dad just told me a couple of days ago, I was like, you're lucky, man, because I could have re- went down the wrong fucking hole and fucking it would have been different for us. Yeah, because you know I complain a lot. I'm a fucking bitch. I'm like, oh, I fucking hate it here sometimes. You know, but. It's just because I don't feel like my life is nearly as complete as where it should be. You know right. what I mean? But I'm working towards it. I'm fucking a lot happier. I grew up in the area that I did. and 
we moved a lot and I was just like, all right, you know, that's a part of life. And that's what's what I'm using to fill my fire and what I'm using when it comes to comedy. You know yeah, I mean? man. Yep. But dude, you know, all these stories about you fucking growing up and going through all that shit, you know, it's, it's crazy, man, because I never expected that shit here in Arizona, you know? Oh, yeah, man. And just to touch on like Santa Ana, where you're from and the funk freaks and all that shit. So they broke it down to me a little bit more like. I've always been into funk music, and yeah. of course, I thought I knew funk music until like I fucking got humbled and shit, and I realized like I don't know a damn thing. Yeah. Um, but they explained it to me because they had like uh, their title, like a title on their shirt is like street funk, mm. like that's what they represent and shit. And shout out to them. Um, but I was talking to a couple of the guys, and they broke it down on what exactly that means. And like back in California, where like in Santa Ana and shit, yeah. there were certain songs that could not be played in certain neighborhoods. Oh yeah, because yeah. that feel was a feel my love. Yes. That was that was for a different neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's where street funk yeah. comes into play, man. And then like there's another <laughs> song by Kick, it's called Lollipop. That song couldn't be played in certain neighborhoods because mm-hmm. they took it offensively. And I was like, "What the fuck, man?" They're like, "Yeah, you get fucked up for playing songs in neighborhoods like yeah. that, man." Wild, dude. It wasn't like that here. No, At least no. I don't. Th- I, I never. It's a free for all here. Yeah, I never heard of anything like that here. But like, like the funk scene in Santa Ana, that that is by that's definitely the home of funk, man, for sure. For yeah, sure. man, definitely is an Orange County thing. I remember, I remember like my earliest memories as a kid when my my parents first got their house in Santa Ana when they were twenty one. Um, they would have like fucking house parties and it was like California house parties, dude, like in the middle of the hood, like people would come over, like my mom would get dolled up with the eyeliner and shit. My dad, back in the day, my mom kind of changed my dad's dressing. My dad dresses like he's from Orange County, uh-huh. but he dresses like a fucking, well now he, no, he dresses more like a veterano now, like an old school, like gangster now, but yeah. before he used to dress like, like a white dude, you know? And then before that, when he was like in his early, you know, twenties, teenage years, he would have the high socks, the dickies, and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. The white t-shirt with the gold chain. So that was a thing back in the day when we were growing up. And then, you know, like my mom too. You know, the fucking the red hair, kind of like, just yeah. looking like a chola type. The, you know, the hood uniform. The hood uniform, exactly. So they would have house parties, and then you know, I heard a doom, doom, doom. And I was like, that's my earliest memories. And that's why I'm drawn to funk music is because those are my early memories, dude. Like, I was a fucking five-year-old kid. And I I mean, I used to cry, too. I was like, oh, you're fucking drinking. Like, girl, you're going to fucking die, whatever, you know? Because we had a lot of fucking addicts in the family and shit. Okay, so you already knew about that shit. already knew, but, We did, too. I just was a little dumbass kid. I never paid attention. Me, too, man, but... You know, they would be with the red cups in the back. My mom would always beg my dad, come dance with me, come dance with me. But my dad's like, no, I'm not going to dance. It's too cool to dance. Yeah, I know, yeah. Every single time. So every party that I remember as a kid, even at my tia's house, like my tia's, they were a part of a different, like, I don't, yeah, they were, my tia's are a part of a different gang from the other side of Santa Ana on, on Gunther, on Gunther Boulevard. So we lived on another side where it was uh, F Troop. They lived in Santa Anita. So their colors were baby blue. Mm. So they were a part of that whole shit. So it's weird, you know? You fucking cross the bridge on 5th Street, and boom, you're on a different part of Santa Ana, and that's a different gang. But there was also, like, different gangs in all the blocks. 
I'm not that educated on it. My next guest, you know, my cousins, they're way more educated because they were in the fucking they game and shit. It. You know, but I, I only know so much, but it, it was a trip, man, because, yeah, I, mean, I remember once, I remember the, the time we left Santa Ana and we moved to Anaheim. And I mean, honestly, California is California. It doesn't matter where you go. Yeah, it's funny because they have like different, like different names, surnames for these cities. Like Anaheim, they call Anacrime. Anacrime, yeah. Anna Slime. Yeah. yeah, it's wild, dude. Because it, it doesn't matter where you go. There's always gonna be Chicanos. There's always gonna be fucking gangs. But yeah, Santa Ana, they used to hold the key for everything. You know what I mean? At a certain point, now uh, I guess supposedly I don't know that much. Sorry guys, but. It's lost its credibility because of the young kids. You know what I mean? But I've only been out there a few times, like to e- even like functions and stuff. And uh, the funk scene is crazy out there, but it 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 is it is wild, man. Yeah. It's wild out there. That's it just is. Crazy, it's a wild man. west, man. Yeah, and uh, I I mean we went to that concert uh, recently. The once upon a time, yeah. Once upon a time in L.A. And uh, yo, what was that like? Did it get shut down early? Yeah. Um. So the fucking somebody got stabbed. Drake, Draco, the ruler. He died. Yeah, he died. Um. I was not familiar with his music. Um. I might go and dabble into it just the to like. The younger kids were. Yeah, into just it. to just to see what he was about. But a lot of people say he was good. Um. But uh. Yeah. So we we were there and um. A lot of people from AZ showed up, but I didn't run into anybody, man. Yeah. We, I messaged a few people, and then we messaged back and forth, but we didn't see each other at all, man. Like <laughs> You're like, yo, I left Arizona. <laughs> no, nah, it, it was nothing like that. I was hoping to run into yeah. him, man. But, like, the stages were so far apart, and everybody had, like, different people that they wanted to see. Yeah. So, like, it was hard to be in the same, same uh, area at the same time. So we just ended up doing our own thing, man. We stayed where DJ Quick and Damn. Warren G and... All the people that I like to watch. So um, it was my girl's first concert, and she like really yeah. So she uh, she got to see all them too. That's man. fucking awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. You guys didn't get to see All Green, huh? No, uh, like it was the last act, or like one of the last three or four acts. And uh, we we were at a point where the fucking cell phones were dying, and we had a <laughs> we had a choice to either stay and watch the rest of the shit or try to make it back to the Airbnb. So to get the the Uber. <laughs> so we took off and. Uh, did you I guys did, drive there or you got an Uber? We drove to the Airbnb and then we Ubered it from Airbnb to the spot. It was only like 10 minutes Yo, away from the spot. Yo, how shitty is fucking LA though? Dude, man. So I, I've i never really dabbled in like downtown LA, like except for a, a few certain spots. But uh, this last time we were in, uh, we were coming back and we wanted to go to this record swap, which is in a place called uh, the Smorgasbord, okay. LA, downtown LA. Yeah. And bro, when I got off the fucking freeway, I was like, what the fuck is going yeah, on, man? man? Like, not even with homeless people. I it just looked dilapidated. There yes. was and it, I think it looks I think it's cool as fuck just to see all the graffiti that's around there. But the we're sh- used to like that fucking grittiness shit. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. I love the historic value to everything. Like I love downtown LA. We I, I got Jimena baptized in downtown LA. Oh, okay. And I just, well, because it was her Ninos and Nina, they, they wanted to get baptized there. There was this fucking old church there. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm down for it because yeah. it's beautiful. To me, the greediness, the dirtiness, the darkness is beautiful to me. But with all the fucking bums there, dude. It's yeah, it's wild. Different. So, so uh, we were driving through and um, I got off the freeway. And right off the freeway, man, it starts. The graffiti starts. 
And if you follow the <laughs> if you follow the side streets, like yeah. instead of staying on the main streets, that shit gets crazier and crazier and crazier. Because to me, I didn't see any police down there the whole time I was yeah. there. None. And uh, I mean, I felt like I, if I wanted to, if I was a graffiti writer, I could have got out and painted midday right there yeah. and, had, and had nobody a mess with me. Piece. Yeah, and had nobody mess with me. Nothing, dude. Like, and it was just, it was crazy. So. We drove through that shit, and um, my lady was actually kind of like, oh, shit, it looks fucking crazy down here. <laughs> and in the middle of all this, like, dilapidated shit, there's this really nice parking structure. Yeah. And uh, it's the parking garage to this place where it's like this fucking long, tri-level building, both sides, it's like a, a street that's uh, been shut off. And it's just nothing but restaurant after restaurant after restaurant oh. of, like, little, like, eateries and stuff yeah. like that from all over the place. Like, it's crazy. And, uh, so we were there and, uh, we, we, um, got to see, she got to see like, she'd never been to like LA. She'd been to Long Beach and like, but yeah. LA, LA, she had never been there. So we, uh, I took her through there and I was like, I'm, I'm telling you, you're not really missing much, but like, if you want to see like some crazy graffiti and some pretty wild shit that you probably won't see anywhere else, <laughs> that's where you want to go. LA, man. Yeah. I um, mean, I, I don't know if it's cause I'm not really originally from LA. I, I've only went there on several occasions, and I mean, every single time I've been there, I loved it. I, I'm just, I love the dirty shit. I love the grimy shit. That's crazy to say, but so do I. Like, that's where I feel like I'm most comfortable and yeah, shit. Yeah, man. Like, because maybe it's just I feel that way about myself. Like, I'm, I'm a grimy, dirty person. I mean, physically, I'm not that way, appearance-wise, but my mind, like, I like the crazy shit. You know what right, I mean? exactly. So, like, when you're saying that, I'm thinking, like, um... It's more along the lines of uh, not not you're not grimy, but you're more at home with this kind of uh, not even that man. Like um, I would say that those people, I'm more comfortable around them kind of people because they're you're not gonna get any bullshit from them. Yeah, you know what I mean, like yeah, they yeah. are who they are. It's in the forefront. It's like right you in see front it. Of you. Yeah, yeah, you see it and shit. It's man. not hidden and shit. Yeah, like I mean, that, you yeah. got people that are gonna try to swindle you and like fucking whatever the case may be. But I'm talking about just in general. Like yeah. these people are these people. Like in any other situation, you got to read people. You got to try to figure them yeah. out. You got to fucking. When you go into a place like uh, downtown LA, you're like, okay. I know what I'm going to expect. Exactly. And I know that I need to fucking protect myself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I know I need to be fucking observant. Be on your P's and Q's. You exactly. better head on a swivel. That's what I used to tell. I yeah. told Raquel that. I was like, hey, don't. I know we're on vacation, but this is not like. <laughs> this is not something that you can just be like fucking wandering around freely. You have to understand that this is like. This is still. So we were only. We only stayed like a couple of streets away from like the Hoovers and shit. Yeah. And that's like notorious gang, yeah. like notorious gang neighborhoods, man. And we were just like right there. And I'm like, I don't want to drive because honestly, I don't ever, I don't, <laughs> don't want to end way up. Around. Yeah, I don't want to end up in the wrong neighborhood. Yeah. I just don't, I don't. I mean, I don't know if it's really, really like that. I, I can't say that I've ever experienced you anything never like that. Just went out there. Yeah, but I won't, and I won't do that. <laughs> yeah, I won't do that shit, man. It's crazy. But yeah, she got to see L.A., man, and then. I, I think she'll go back, but uh, yeah, I, I, I won't for a while because it was fucking. <laughs> it was she fucking, can go by herself, <laughs> dude. It was tense out there this yeah. time around, man. The gang, yeah. the gang shit, and them robbing motherfuckers and shit was that oh, was at an yeah. all time high right now. Yeah, man. I I don't know. Maybe it was just different time, but I went out there to live in California for a minute, and I used to drive this little you know ninety one ninety Honda Accord, and. Um, you know, my, my Nina, she would be like, hey, we're going to go to this church, meet us out there in East L.A. 
And I was like, naive and stupid. I was like, okay, cool. Like, that sounds fucking awesome to me. Let's go. Yeah. You know? So I drive everywhere all over LA by myself. I mean, yeah, I had the little Tom Tom and shit, you know? And I was like getting around like that. And I was using the main roads, but I would also be like, oh, like, let me drive Venture down here. And shit. You know? And, you know, I would go down, you know, to like Long Beach. I would fucking, um, yeah, you see, know, go if, to if- LA. And, dude, even when I was living out there when I was 19, I, I had a bike. I ended up taking my bike with me because one of my Theos was living with my parents at the time here in, in Peoria. And I was like, hey, you're going back to California. Can you take me with you? Because uh, I'm, I'm wanting to leave here. So I would uh, ride my bike all the way to, like, um, close by Long Beach where my Theo used to live. And I used to ride it to Santa Ana. But I used to ride late, dude. Like, I would be out, like, at fucking, like, midnight, one, two in the morning. Yeah. Like, fucking riding from one side to the other side, you know? So, from Santa Ana to Long Beach. And I was like, I loved it, you know? Like, hey, getting on a bike and riding a bike, dude, that is the best fucking thing. As an adult, I'm saying this. Because it gives you, like, a sense of freedom. It takes you yes, back to, like, when, when you... Yeah, the childhood, dude. And it's fucking... People... People, like, I think forget about that Take whole... it for granted, man. Yeah, it's Using like, your fucking chevro legs, man. Exactly, dude. So, like, getting out there and just, like... So, I'll, I'll ride my bike around my neighborhood. And I live in an area where I'm surrounded by, like... Not surrounded, but there's farmland. Yeah. If, you know, within walking distance. So, like, I'll take off and see, like, goats and pigs and <laughs> fucking all kinds of shit. So, you still shit. ride your bike right oh, now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you I have still... a, sh- like, little beach cruiser or what? No, I, I have a 24-inch BMX. It's an okay. SE. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I'll, I'll just get on and fucking take off. It's been a minute since I've, since I've ridden, uh, but I'm going to get back into it because it just got the, the vehicle and shit. It's yeah. easier to, like, load the bikes and stuff. So, like... Hell, yeah, man. That, that's going to happen again. And uh, we were actually, like talking about getting a ride together one of the homies hit me up and uh was like hey we need to do that again man so uh james and um myself and a couple other guys and some girls too are going to get together and do a ride like downtown or either oh, tempe dude, that was and, so uh, nice dude it, you got a bike yeah it is. dude come come down dude, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah come on yeah, man like tempe beach park and yeah shit like that. yeah and we oh, we, we ride nice. all over the place dude when, when we do downtown though man that was that shit was fun because we would ride from at the time uh james was working at phoenix bike bike company which is a little bike shop bmx shop but all around bike shop but more focused on bmx stuff yeah uh downtown so we would ride from there to um third space and we would take different routes every time now it's called what the shit you probably know more than i do dude i don't don't know. know well you guys just played there it's not third space anymore. Oh, um, yeah, I wasn't there though. Uh, oh, it was a different third space. No, 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 I wasn't there. I was out of town for that concert oh, yeah, when yeah, they yeah, played. Yeah. It was the not Wayward Womack. No, Wayward Womack. Was it the Wayward? I think you're right. It's Wayward. Yeah, it's the yeah, Wayward. Wayward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that place, um, we would ride there. And fucking kill like picture after picture of beer yeah. and get drunk and then the so the drunk ride back was always the funnest, dude. That sounds fucking that tight, shit dude. was fun because I remember that as a kid, like we would fucking me and Rudy, we used to ride back to my house and I was like, 
<laughs> like all fucked up. Yeah, oh, but it was dude. nice. But you had to really fucking like you know. That'd be a, paying attention, body. and you had to be paying attention too. Exactly. So like you were having a good time, and you're getting exercise and all that. But you're fucking you're exercising your brain too, because yeah. you're in tune with your surroundings. You're fucking. You're using your whole body exactly instead man. of using your fucking toe to fucking maneuver a car. You know. Yeah, it's wild, man. But yeah, just people should get on bikes, man. I I, I believe that shit. My my dad he used to call me a fucking hippie because like. He told his his last when I was talking to his homie, him and his homie, they were he was like, man, once you get your license, I was like, oh, I was like twenty four, but I was still <laughs> I was driving a yeah, car still, yeah. but I didn't get my license because I liked riding my bike, dude. Because like I was a lot smaller than I am now, dude. I was like fucking, you know, like two hundred. You know what I mean? I was a little light, you know. I mean, it's still pretty heavy, but. You know, I was riding my bike everywhere, you know? My dad's like, oh, he's a fucking hippie kind of guy. Fucking <laughs> rode, his, rode his bike, smelling the flowers and shit like oh, that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, dude, because you get to observe everything around you, man. Yeah, like, you it's see freedom. Sh- you see shit you wouldn't see in a vehicle. Exactly, because you're, like, you're just cruising, you know? You could stop and stare at something for a while. I know that all this sounds like hippie shit, dude, but it is. But it's real. Yeah, it's, it's like just, being in touch, man. I mean, even people who walk would be like, oh, man, bikes? Nah, man, I want to fucking feel the ground and shit, you know? So, like, riding a bike, man, that was my thing. I remember I used to fucking ride my bike to school, and, like, the kids that would fucking see me ride my bike would hit me up in class, like, hey, fool, you were keeping up with the fucking bus, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, you were fucking hot, because I used to ride a beach cruiser, red beach cruiser, man. And I used to carry some fucking pliers with me because the... The the fucking uh, pedals would always come loose because I was like, woo, 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 like yeah. That, you know? So you already so had I'm your like system. Tightening them out, you know, like a little socket or something. Like that. It was like a fourteen millimeter. Yeah, or something like that. that was everybody's first mechanic job too. Exactly, was taking man. care of their bikes. So yeah, so those shits used to fucking come loose all the time. So that's why I carried that socket set with me and just fucking boom, boom, tighten up and then all right, I'm go. But you know what I hate is those little things that get stuck on the tires. Oh, the thorns. The thorns. Yeah. I'm like, dude. I didn't drive anywhere near fucking thorns or trees. What the fuck is going on? So I'd have to change my fucking tubes every fucking week. They know? have the thick ones now, dude. Extra yeah. thick motherfuckers. Yeah. Pretty good, oh, too. Man. Those are those are pretty... But yeah, I started, I started writing um, like the, the 10 speeds. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because they were like little wheels, you know? But then I started getting too fat. I'm like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the tires were just like, oh, man, it's not doing it. Because, you know, you've driven a fucking car that had a flat. You ain't going oh, nowhere, yeah, man. That yeah. was me. But having all that weight. It's, know, it's like just holding it. I'm like, <laughs> So, yeah, for a while, though, I was riding those 10 speeds, the, the city bikes. And then fucking, I couldn't do it anymore, man. I'm too yeah. heavy, man. But biking's fucking awesome, dude. That shit's, that shit's fun, man. Yeah, man. I miss that shit, man. That was fucking fun. And then one of my other homies, he got me into fucking... You know, driving a motorcycle. I never done fun. it. I want, I want to, and I've always wanted to. But I, I, now that I'm a little older, I'm kind of afraid. More afraid now than I ever was. Yeah, I mean, this cat doesn't have a kid, so you know, he does have a, a wife. But you know, I guess I don't know. There's a difference when you have a wife. Oh, and you for have a sure. Kid. Yeah. But you know, I was riding a bike, and then one of my only other homies, fucking Dirty Joe. I talked about him a couple of podcasts ago. He's like, yo, we're going to get you a fucking bike, man. You're going to fucking come ride with us. Or you're going to go to fucking Born Free. Because he wants me to go out there and fucking all those crazy ass parties with him and shit oh, like that. Oh, okay. But yeah, <laughs> man, he's a chopper cat, man. I, he wants to be on the podcast, him and another homie of his. 
and they talk about some crazy shit, man. One of them where he he said one of his friends used to eat like a girl's ass and fucking suck shit out of her asshole. Oh man, dude, that's taking that, it dude, to another motherfuckers level. Motherfuckers are into some wild shit, yes. man. But, but imagine like, going. I can't like even. That. I can't even put myself in that position. He said dude. that was the goal to suck a piece of shit out of the fucking girl's ass. Jesus Christ, that's a savage right there. Yeah, man. man. Savage. But these are the yes. I told a story about me meeting him for the first time, and like none of my homies wanted to come with me. They're like, "Nah, dude, I'm gonna pass." You know, I send them their Instagram, and they saw how crazy they look. I guess. I always feel like it's better to know those dudes than to not know them. Exactly, and that's why I went. I was and me. I'm an I'm an adventurous cat. You know what I mean? I like to meet people. I'll throw myself in those situations. I don't yeah, care how yeah. uncomfortable it is. Like. It was weird when I fucking first like met you guys. I, I mean, it must have been weird for you guys because I was like kicking up on my car and I was waiting for you guys to come out. And I was like, hey, guys, it was late two 2 a.m. I was like, my name's Ben, <laughs> you know, like, bro. I, so that night I was drinking. I drank a bottle of uh, Jameson. Really? Yeah, I had a bottle. There's pictures of it in the old camera, man. I have a bottle of Jameson and I was I had it in my back pocket the whole night oh, and shit. I was just drinking it. And I killed the bottle by the end of the night, and I don't remember a fucking thing, dude. Fucking I don't asshole. remember shit, man. And but that I was think, Jameson, bro. That damn. Was, that and was my, Tony was there, right? Tony Everybody was, was there? Tony was drinking, too. Damn. Just, you guys he, probably don't even remember. You're like, wait, oh, when did no, we meet this fool? Yeah, no, he told me, but I just don't remember. I don't remember when, dude. Yeah. Like, I don't remember. I just remember. I just know that Ben Ben's around. Like for reals, like that's like, where. Who is this fool that is around? It was never like that, cause you were. I always thought you were funny, dude. Always, and then we would talk and be like, "Oh yeah, Ben." Like, and it would be like, "Invite Ben." Like, make sure to invite Ben, and we'd like send really? you. Yeah, yeah, dude, cause it, it never came. So At least to me, you never came off weird. When did you first remember meeting me then, bro? You put me on the spot here. It's all right, <laughs> shit. Uh, I, Last I, memory, you're like, oh, a fucking couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, when you fed me. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I've known you for years now. Um, Damn, I can't believe that. It's been fucking a minute it now. It has been, man. Um, but you're like 2021. I was like, motherfucker, 2019. I, I saw, I have vivid, like, vivid memories of us doing that first um, interview at my house. Oh, back, yeah, when, back when yeah, the yeah. setup was different and yeah. it was a lot smaller. Well, that's when I when we started like getting closer. Right. So and then I remember uh, when we went to go have uh, Chinese food at yeah. the spot on the south side. Then we went to the mountain and shit. Like yeah. I remember those, those times and like so those those are like my earliest clear memories, dude. Okay. Honestly. No, I understand, yeah. man. Yeah, because I mean this. You're uh, always high. <laughs> every time, every time I see your eyes, you're like, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty. I it's all good. But uh, no, those, those times are like the clearest memories I have, earliest memories. Yeah. yeah so, so anyways, two years before that is when I first introduced my... I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, as you fucking take a hit from your fucking pipe and shit. Yeah, nah, man. man. But hey, man, it doesn't matter, man. That's fucking fun time, man. <coughs> Dude. Oh, man, man. You were spinning those records from like... Just fucking <coughs> after we had fucking... <coughs> The fucking sushi, that yeah. was fun, man. Yeah, it was a good time, man. I, I haven't played soul music since then, like since uh, then, dude. I remember you're like, oh, dude, I didn't think you had any of this shit. And I don't have a lot of it, but I do have some of it. Yeah. Though. Like if I see it out and I know it, it's like I have to buy it. Well, my collection is small, dude. Look at that compared to your guys's. Like, 
uh, two but I'm crates sure and there's some gems in there though. Well, yeah, the first right there on top, that one is all soul music. Nice. The second one is rock, and the bottom one half of it is rock, half of it's funk. You know, but <coughs> but I'm more you know, like I said, I, I collect a lot more soul music than anything. And then I have my 45s, just a little bit, you know, little little stuff here and there. But I did sell a lot of it, man. I fucking, I fucked up and I sold a lot to fucking Zia. Yeah, dude, Zia will fucking, those guys will take advantage of you, man. And but, it's almost like a, like a unfair practice, dude, dude, almost. I feel like they gave me a penny for each fucking record I sold them, dude. Like, or my bad, a dollar for each fucking record I sold them because... I had a fucking grit, man. I had way more than this shit. And see, so the thing is, if you're ever going to sell those records, like if you ever get find yourself in a position that you need to sell records. Discogs. Not even that, dude, because if you don't want to piece them all like one by one them and sell them like that, the guy that I know pays the most, or there's two shops that pay very, very fairly for your records. Okay. And one is the InGroove, which mm. I have my reservations about that place. I'm not a fan of the owner, but... His selection is very good, and he has great dollar selections. But it's just his his attitude is kind of shitty to me. Yeah, like I don't I don't really fuck with that guy. But his records and all that stuff is pretty good. And um, uh, the record room is oh, another yeah. another good spot that pays fairly for the rec- for the records. It's crazy because I came across a Ralphie Pagan record, and he only he sold it to me for thirty bucks. It was listed as thirty bucks. And I was like, fuck, this is cheap, dude. And um, because I've seen it online for fucking 200 bucks, 300 bucks, you know? Yeah. And then I even <coughs> asked Mona, the one of the other DJs that you guys jammed with several years ago. I was like, hey, dude, uh, can you like fucking verify this for me? Can you like, is this like a first fucking Oh, like Moni person? Loca? Is that who you're yeah, talking Moni about? Yeah, Moni Loca. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, hey, is this like a first like... Uh, or is this a reissue? And she's like, oh, that's a legit record, man. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is fucking tight. So I came up on a bomb-ass record pretty cheap. And, you know, my dad, he was always like, oh, man, we're never going to be able to own those records, man. They're so fucking expensive. But I already found two of them at fucking decent price, you know? You just have to get out there and, and actually find them. Yeah, man. Because if, if you're showing them now and then trying to just buy shit, yeah. good luck, man. You better have a lot of money to sink into that shit. I mean, even buying reissues is fucking expensive these yes, days, man. Yeah, $20 a pop. I've paid 100 bucks for a reissue. Fuck, yep. dude. And that shit is crazy, man. But, I mean, 100 bucks for a reissue versus 1000 or 1500 bucks for a first pressing. And I've asked you this question before, if fucking reissues or originals matter. To somebody, like, yes, like, fucking funk freaks and shit like that. Not even or them, maybe, dude. No? They're not purists like that. They're or more about the music. the other dude? There's, uh, there's a George? couple... What's his name? Oh, George? Vinyl Life. Yeah. Yeah. There. Um. So in the soul scene, it's different. Definitely, those oh, guys are okay. hardcore about first pressings. They don't. They hate bootlegs. They hate reissues. And in the funk scene too, there's a lot of purists and there's a lot of people who've been doing it forever, and have built their collection from like, I was there when it came out. I got it when it came out. And I <laughs> yeah. understand. I understand that aspect of it. And I, I don't take anything away from them. But like. I like I said, I always had a little bit of records, and now I'm I'm uh. Oh like, man, that shit was fucking <coughs> up like a whole wall. <coughs> yeah, and I, then some, dude. I'm pretty heavy now, and uh, it's only gonna get worse. 
<laughs> I was gonna say better. No, it's only gonna get worse, man. But uh, for who? You or your lady? <laughs> for, well, it's expensive, dude. Yeah, it's man, expensive, it is. man. So like, even it's an investment, though. Yeah. So like, I've always paid less for the records that are pretty pricey. Yeah. There's one record that I paid 150 bucks for, but that was more to help out a friend mm. than anything else. Not even help him out, but I'd rather spend my money with him than to fucking order it online for a couple dollars less. Yeah. No, that was my thought process. And I had the money, so I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll buy it off you for that. That's fine. And um, it was uh, Daryl, Daryl D. Yeah, yeah, Darryl. So he, uh, shout out to Daryl D. He, yeah, uh, he's awesome. Man. He put out a, he sells shit on his Instagram, all things funky, all things funky. by the way. And uh, and he's he, listened to all the episodes so far. Nice, for real? Yeah, he's Hell always yeah. commenting. The last one, he's like, man, this is over the top. I'm like, oh, is this good or bad, though? Like, you know, but he's he's enjoyed them. Right on, man. Yeah, shout out Daryl D. He, uh, he keeps in touch. He sends me, like, uh, COVID-related uh, posts, <laughs> like, fairly often, dude. Like, yeah. pretty pretty often. And uh, we go... We're on the opposing side. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> Yeah. yeah, for sure, and uh, not anti, but just just somewhat yeah, just, questioning, just on the thinker side of things. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and, uh, logical thinkers. And uh, fucking, he uh, he put up this record that I was after for a long time, man. And uh, I didn't, or maybe I did know the price. And uh, I woke up one morning and I saw it, and I was I messaged him. I was like, Daryl, I'll take it, dude. Yeah. Yeah, and he was like, All right, cool. And uh, I went. Probably the, that night or the night after and picked it up. and Dude, he has the wildest shit, dude. Like, I'm like, where do you have not only the space, but time to acquire all this stuff? You know what I mean? He's been doing it forever, man. Dude, did you ever he, see his collection? Have you been? Did you go to his I've apartment? I've always wanted to go. But I always imagined it. Like, if I went into a space, that he would have walls upon walls of just, like, things. You know what I mean? Wild. And, and I, I wanted to, like... I wanted to like visit his space and I wanted to give him like, you know, like just see the stuff that he has, you know, biggest record collection I've seen in person. Well, yeah, it's like one of the two biggest record collections I've seen in person, man. And, uh, old school, like in crates and everything, man, it's set up like just, it's, Damn. it's pretty cool. That's man. His spaces. And then, uh, 45 boxes, like just, up from the floor to the ceiling, all filled with 45s and shit, yeah. man. And then his tape collection, like cassette oh, tape. Man. He had a box of Adidas at the time we went over there. And this was just in his room. And then, like, in the living room in his apartment, he had, like, crates set up like this with all the gems. Damn. Like, with all the crazy shit that he liked and, like, pricey stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he had his collection is crazy, man. Crazy, crazy. Man, the first time I saw him DJ, he said that he fucking sucked. But I was like, the opposite. I was like, nah. That dude gets down, man. Yeah, dude. He uh, he was mixing with fucking like some crazy shit with like Jackson Five type stuff with like hip hop, and I was like, how? Yeah, and then he does it all on vinyl, dude. He's a purist, and yeah. I fucking love that shit about him, man. He's that dude is, he's been a, a like a big supporter of us, and he's been like a kind of a a guide in some of this stuff, and he's yeah, it's a good dude, man. So I bought that record off of him, and. uh Glad I did, man. Cause could have got it for cheaper, like I said. But yeah, I'd you know what's spend, crazy? Spend no, money with like him. I've been hanging around with you guys and like Daryl and like other DJs who spin vinyl. Is like people who come up to you and ask for requests. Oh man, that shit and they me fucking off. act like <laughs> you can't do requests. Like, 
Like it, but there's this one cat. All right, so I went to go support a friend at Gracie's, and he was spinning vinyl, and he was spinning like that soul dude, music. Uh, Caesar. Or is, um, a Mar- does he go by C. Martis? He works at the dispensary, right? That you go to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He I, told me about you a couple of times. Yeah. I'm, like, he's like, oh, he's super laid back. Dude. He's chill. He's cool. So, yeah, Mar- uh, Christian. I, I follow that. We follow each other. Yeah, man. Well, I see him fucking with records and stuff, too. He's Sometimes good. I kind of feel like I, I'm not pushy, but I am myself. When somebody says something or does something fucking stupid... Um, and especially when it comes to, like, my friends or something, like, I'm there to be like, yo, like, calm the fuck down. like Yeah, like, chill out. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because sometimes I do have those friends that don't speak up for themselves, you know what I mean? And, like, yeah, I'm a little over the top, and I'll speak for them. But, you know, <coughs> so something happened where he was spinning, and then some dude came up to him, and he's like, oh, can you play this band? Because, like, it's, what you're playing is not the vibe right now. I'm like... What the fuck? Kind yeah, of like shit who the is fuck this? are you, bro? Get the fuck. I away know, from and me. I and I went up to the dude, and I was like, "What do you want? What What do you want?" It's the oh, worst. Oh, I, I want some like Macdom, and like I'm not discrediting other bands. Like Macdom Markle is fucking good. There's a time and place though, and especially when you're speaking to if you're di- like dealing with like a digital fucking like guy who has a laptop, like that's a guy you want to ask. You know what I mean? That's a request, whatever. But a dude who's spinning vinyl. You know, like, you go up to him and you ask him and you tell him that it's not the vibe. I went up to him and I was like, dude, like, what do you want? I would have told him to leave then. Yeah, and exactly. That's what I did. And he's like, oh, my bad, bro. And the, the crazy thing is that he was black. Mm. He had dreads, but he was like an Oreo. You know what I mean? Like an Oreo yeah. cookie. Like, it was white. on the. You could tell that he was, like, fucking raised in, like, the, you know, middle-class family. Maybe he had a white mom or a white dad. and Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I was just like, what do you want, dude? And he's just like, oh, my bad, bro. Like, you know, I just wanted the vibes, you know? I'm like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, good. And, like, you know, my friend was kind of quiet about it. He, didn't. He like, kind of looked at me and, like, looked away. And I was Curious, like, oh. what was he playing? He was playing good shit, dude. Oh, okay. Like, he was playing a lot of, like, you know, he, he likes also because his family, you know, they come from, like, the lowrider scene uh-huh. and like the California like funk scene as well so he played some stuff he's not in deep into it like you guys are he he dabbles in all genres nice, but yeah. for the most part before the show like a couple weeks ago he was telling me he's like yo I think I'm gonna play like oldies stuff and like funk music you know what I mean and I was like do it dude like that sounds fucking awesome to me I mean you know he's just only taking my point of view but I fucking love that shit yeah so he played that and I just kind of felt defensive I was like speaking for him which i kind of made of you know overstepped but at the same time you know i'm just like no i don't feel like you i don't feel like you ever overstep in that situation so in our in our situation when that happens me and james are really not allowed to like engage because we're the uh, motherfuckers that yeah, are like just yeah, tell yeah. people like so hey, you're like, like let them get in trouble <laughs> no nah, nah, because i feel like uh tony usually James James has a better handle on it. Like he knows how to talk to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if, like when people come up to me and ask me for dumb shit, dude, I can't. It's on my face. It's like get the yeah. fuck away from me, dude. Like, like no, I can't. Like no, I can't, dude. And I'm not giving you an explanation. Just go. I think it's happened a couple of times where people have come up to you and I just give them a look, like, 
I give them the look too, yeah. man. And they usually like. Our, last time we were at uh, that Ziggy's, uh, um, I was there. Pin bar. I remember, dude. Fucking dude sitting in front of the he DJ. He has booth. his cell phone out. Yeah, he puts his cell phone out and he just holds it up. So like, imagine you're like doing your thing. And then you just see a screen just hovering out of nowhere. And it's like a fucking album cover that you've never seen before. Yeah. And you're just staring at it. And then all of a sudden he pokes his head up and he's like pointing at the fucking phone. And uh, I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then he starts laughing. Like, like I you was don't joking. Know this? Like I was exactly like that. I felt like he's coming off like, oh, are you joking? Like, you don't know who this is. And I was like, nah, bro, who is that? What do you, t- what, what, what do you want? He's like, can you play this? I was like, what is it? <laughs> he's like, it's Drake. And I was like, no, nah, we don't. I was like, no, nah, we don't play shit. Drake, dude. And he's like started laughing like hysterically almost. And I'm giving him this, this solid like stone face. Yeah. And then he like stops laughing. He's like, oh, you're serious. I was like, yeah, we don't play that shit. Like we're all vinyl and we're doing something right now. Yeah. And uh, like, do you not hear the repetitiveness of fucking what's going on right now? Yeah. Like it's solely funk music, you know? Yeah. And this was Motown, though. You guys It's Motown playing. on Mondays on top yeah. of it. Like, I don't I'll never for the life understand why people go out to these places not knowing. Well, I, I guess that it can happen because if you're not clued in and you just end up at a place yeah. or you're just whatever. But like the vibe has already been set. But yeah, like. Take some, take a few seconds out of your time observe. and observe what's going on before you make an asshole out of yourself. Man. Exactly. It's like, man. Fuck, dude, it's crazy, man. But everybody's just so into, you know, selfish. That people just want to hear what they want to hear. Yeah, exactly, man. But yeah, it's just like, dude, work with what's already available, man. If you want to impress a lady, just be like, oh, I, I can groove out to this. You know what I mean? I mean, I've been put in that situation plenty of times with my like, girl. Shit, I can dance to anything. Shit. Yeah, it's like I don't like all music, but I mean, if there's a band playing or whatever, I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I'm gonna man. listen to it. Like, why wouldn't I? Like, I this might be the I might hear some fucking gold, or this might be the last time I ever hear these fucking people. You yeah, know what man. I mean? Like, just be open to the shit, man. Yeah, man. I mean, those people fucking trip me out, man. But it is what it is. I mean, you. what's the worst thing from being a DJ and playing so many fucking shows? Like, what's the worst thing that's ever happened to you guys? Um, the worst thing to me, like, honestly, is, like, playing on other people's uh, setups and, uh, and then not being up to par. Like, fucking having to get up there and then, like, the mixer... I don't want to say any names, but I remember. ...doesn't work or, like, you have to fucking bend the wire a certain way to get fucking sound <laughs> and... Like, all these little tips and tricks, and it's just like, man, we can just... You can upgrade your shit. Like, you're making money. Yeah. You, you obviously do this shit, you know. You ask people to come in, like, well, you should have, like, decent equipment. Yeah. And, yeah, that, for me, that's the biggest thing. And then having, like... My bad, I didn't have headphones for you, but... Oh, uh, no, no. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I forgot I, all about I, I that shit. I asked him earlier to bring his own fucking headphones and shit. But because I did have some, but there's some my dad gave me. They're like from the 80s and shit like that. They're like those tan ones and shit with the wire. Yeah, exactly. It took me literally like 30 minutes to unravel all that shit. I was like, what the fuck? They were realistic ones, dude. The old from fucking the 70s and shit. Like the 8-track. Yeah, plug in one. but I like them though. I mean, I mean, I, it only it doesn't pick up the bass anymore. The the speakers in there are just because it's just all done. voice and like real hollow. Yeah, sound yeah, shit. exactly. But I love them, dude. The, you know, the aesthetic, man. I you, as you can see, I have a lot of old looking shit. You know, yeah. like my fucking regs, my rig setup is fucking from the seventies and eighties. <laughs> but, but yeah, dude, there. I don't connect all those speakers at once anymore, but... You when, used to? But I used to. But oh, shit. That, I think maybe that's why my neighbor hated me. But. Yeah, I never known how... I mean, never knew how, how much uh, equipment you actually had in this <laughs> motherfucker, but... 
Well, look at those are four twelves. So those eight twelves right 12s there. Eight right and there. And two tens right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I can see why they were mad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it didn't have to go the route it did. Yeah. 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 So that's a little extreme. But I mean, as you can see, I love music, man. I mean, oh yeah. I decluttered. I mean, you saw my drum sets in the back. I have two drum sets, and I just took them out of this room. And you know, he meant I was really happy about it when I fucking. This took me literally. A whole day to, to do get stuff out of here to and get shit stuff like that. out of here, trash everything that I didn't need. I put stuff in the shed in the back, and then she came in here and she's like, "Oh man, like it feels like a home." I was mm. like, "Oh really? All right, cool." You know, because I had my my TV on top of those crates, you know, and the crates were right here against the window, and it just didn't look right. It was just like. I mean, it looks like still, a studio. I mean, it still does kind of, but like it was even more like so, you know. Yeah. No, man. I I uh I like spaces like this, honestly. It's just more uh homey, homey and laid back. back. Yeah. I, and the table, the table, the dude. The diner table. That's a nice little set, like a nice little piece right there. I mean, man. that's my that's my whole thing, man. That's kind of what I dig, you know. Like, yeah, that's. It that, definitely has the band aesthetic in here. Yeah. And I, I mean, I never been here, so when I walked in, I was like, oh, right on, yeah. <laughs> it feels like Ben lives here. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking wild ass personality and shit. Damn, it's pretty much all. Oh shit! Speaking of what happened, my my, my uh, microphone cut out for a minute. Oh, well, I was just gonna say, uh, uh, speaking of instruments, I wish I would have stayed playing an instrument. You played guitar, right? I played guitar in high school. Um, I played drums in grade school. Uh, dabbled with like keyboards and shit like that Ooh. from time to time, but uh, never stuck with anything, man. Yeah. I don't know why, but this, the, the DJ thing, the records and stuff, that's, that's something I always, always wanted to do and always voiced it and just never took the time or never got to it. You know yeah. what I mean? Just, it happened later in life, man. I wish, wish I would have did it earlier. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, yeah, you know. For sure. Dude, my dad's collection, I kid you not, it's it's ridiculous. And he rarely cuz right now he he's working on his car. Mm-hmm. He fucking built a car from the ground up and it's a 49 uh, five window Chevy. Oh, you can keep playing that music, man. Oh, 49 five window Chevy. Yeah. Nice. And um he pretty much took the body off of the chassis and started from ground zero, man. He's put an air ride suspension, uh, fucking bags on that shit. No shit. He sanded everything. He welded everything. Everything he learned was on YouTube. No shit. So he learned how to weld through YouTube. YouTube. Isn't that crazy? How much information is on there? And for somebody who's already a fucking go-getter... Yeah. It's it's ridiculous because me, I'm like, I have no patience. Like, yeah, I, I've replaced a lot of shit on my car, like a lot of parts and like, you know, my wheel bearings and all that stuff I learned on YouTube, but I'm just skimming through it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. all right, tell me what I need to know. My dad, no. He needs to know every specific fucking detail. So he watches the whole video. He watches the whole video and he will not watch it once. He will watch it fucking as many times as he wants. And he watches it at home, dude, on his big screen TV. And it's ridiculous. I'm like, dude, because he, okay, so he's building this truck right now and he just got a V8 uh, engine, one that's on like in a 2011 Tahoe. So, so like it's, a, a, it's a newer motor. Uh, LS motor? Yes, yeah. yes. So right now he's doing all the wiring. 
So he's watching some other dude separate all the wires and talking about the functionality of the wires, dude. And he's like, this is what these wires do. This is where it goes and all that shit, you know? So I'm like, wow, dude. Like, he could have had somebody do this for him, but instead he did it himself, you know? Yeah, he took time out and fucking figured it out by watching videos. Dude, but I praise the man, dude, because something that would take somebody 10 years to restore a whole fucking, like, classic car financially and time and all that shit, he did it in a year. That's something to say, dude. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. All while fucking raising a fucking five-year-old that I'm helping raise, too. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 He's like, I don't have time to myself. I'm like, Dad, calm down. You're almost done with your truck. <laughs> but he's so eager to finish the truck. Yeah. You know what I mean? He just wants to... Because he used to have a 1963 Chevy Nova. It was a wagon. I like those too, man. Those are fucking nice, dude. Wait, this is funny because you carry your bud in the same fucking thing from work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this was, uh, so this these things were like... Uh, so if like, people get stranded and shit, yeah. that's like what we were supposed to hand them out. And then they had like toothbrushes and deodorant. Oh, fucking, okay. Like... like Stranded bag, like stranded, hygiene pack. Yeah, for people that got stranded and shit. Wow, and, dude. Uh, and this is like as if like the plane crashed somewhere. Like these no, are available. No, this is like for let's say like weather. Oh, okay. Like and people have to be stuck at the airport for like weeks and shit. Yeah. Or not even weeks, but just like a couple of days. They would like give them these packs with like shit in it, just so that way they didn't have to buy anything if they're running low yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So it would be like, it would be like a. Um, just, just like a to-go thing. For yeah. Them. Something to, to ease the, the tension already. That yeah, because they're, they're already frustrated. They don't have yeah. any shit with them and stuff. But, yep, so uh, I took one <laughs> and uh, <laughs> emptied it out, left all the shit there, and just no, took the bag. Now you put your butt in it. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. So I do want to wrap it up, but where, where do you see your... DJing going for you guys. What are your what are your goals? Where do you want to end up with this? Um honestly, we don't have a like a set goal or we're not trying to do anything. Honestly, we're just doing it. Just enjoying do it. the ride, man. Okay. Like just seeing where it takes us and where it can take us cuz uh we we've got to do a lot of things that I never would have thought. We DJed on the on the beach Damn. in San Diego like for a wedding. That's um, tight. We we played the Funk Freaks 10 year anniversary. Uh, we represent it there. That's, um, and how did that happen, dude? Because, you know, I feel like they're like, I don't know. I, I don't know them. I've met them a couple of times. But somebody who hones themselves as being like the originators of like fucking funk of like, you know, doing those crews and all that shit, you know, funk freaks. Like you would think like they would be like cocky about it and be like, ah, no, like Phoenix Funk Ghettos. Like, who is that? Like, how did that happen? So back to that, uh, real quick, back to that um, radio station. It all it all stems from there. We all made connections there, man. And uh, they came through one time. They they did their thing in the studio, and uh, uh, a connection and a relationship was born there. And I made it a point to like anytime I was in California to make sure to stop by their shop. Yeah. Make sure to touch in with them. It's a nice shop. And just kind of fucking you know. Let them know that we're we're in this shit too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and um, every time they come out, they reach out. Um, and whenever we go out there, I'm in touch with at least a couple of them, man. And and uh, they're really cool dudes. You know, I can't say anything bad about any of them that I've actually talked to. Um, Groove is the homie. 
Uh, yeah. We talk daily. Shout out to Mr. Groove. Uh, he's Lure. a cool cat. Yeah, he's a real cool dude. Uh, last one I saw was Debo uh, at the concert. And mm-hmm. uh, fucking, I mean, you can tell they do it um, on another level because, like, they had their own coolers with food and shit. And they offered yeah, me sandwiches. Man. And, like, it was just a cool. They're very cool guys. I, I, I reached out to Lure. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit, you guys are going to be performing at Night of the Blacks again. I was like, I don't know anybody, especially out there in fucking Watts where they were doing it. I was like, I don't know anybody out there. And he's like, hey, man, well, if, if it worst comes to worst, you can come kick it with us on the stage. And I was like, oh, man. like Yeah, they're, they're just they're they're cool fucking dudes. just really cool dudes, man. And then I actually got to meet them when I went in there because my compa, he's, you know, homies with them. And they were just like humble. They're nice. They're like, hey, if you ever need records, hit us up, you know. And fucking just you know, it was fucking cool, man. Yeah, really cool guys. That that whole that whole situation. So we were we were doing our thing here in town, and of course they heard of us, and we made a little, you know, we didn't know, but we made a little impression on people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, you guys know your shit. And we fucking we represent in in the right way, I believe. So like it carried through to a lot of different fucking people, and the scene is kind of small anyway. So uh, people heard about us, and. Um, I was sitting there at James' house. Me and James were chilling. Uh, we had just got done, like, doing our little practice runs and stuff. And uh, I checked the DMs on the Funkettos page, and it was it was Debo. Yeah. And he was like, hey, bro, we're doing our 10-year anniversary, and uh, we got we got room for uh, one more set. And if you guys want to come down, we got 30 minutes for you guys. Yeah. And uh, I fucking dropped the phone. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, look, dude, check that out. And James read it, and he was like, what? And it was the funniest thing, dude, because... It was it was um, me. It was just me, Tony, and James at the time. Like the other person that was in the crew was no longer in the crew. Mm-hmm. Or that's not true. That's not true. But he wasn't just act- not as active. He wasn't as active. So like me and Tony were the were like a little bit ahead of the curve at the time. Yeah. And Tony was, of course, ahead of me. So uh, nobody knew and nobody brought it up who was going to spend that thirty minutes up until the week of that we were leaving. And they only gave you 30 minutes? Yeah. and uh, So it was crazy because they didn't spin at all. They had DJs from all over the place come in and oh, do 30-minute sets. Yeah. So it was, it was a cool thing. Like, they didn't they didn't have to... I don't want to say they didn't have to put in any work. Like, they had already, they put, already, it, they had put, already put in the work. And that was just more of them celebrating. Yeah. Like, so they, like, they had their booth out and... Like, hey, like, we we did this. We inspired these people. We created this. this shit. Like, that's yeah. the way I felt about it. And uh, it was great that we got to be a part of it, dude. And um, so, like I said, nobody knew who was going to play up until that point. And uh, I told Tony, I was like, hey, dude, um, I honestly believe... Like, I feel like I can do it, but I think you should do it because you, yeah. you're there. And he was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, dude. So he went up there and he fucking, he ripped Killed that it. shit, dude. Like, from the first song to the last song, motherfuckers were dancing. Damn. It was good to see, man. That shit was a good feeling. And it's a whole different environment out there, man. The people that go you, out there. They're there to dance. Yeah. And they know the music and they love the music and they appreciate that music, man. It's good. It was, yeah. it was crazy. Well, is there any... any Plugs you got right now? Is there anything that you want to mention out there to fucking give out to the people? Um, nah, it was just... Any uh, shows? Um, as far as shows, best thing to do is just follow the Instagram at Phoenix Funkettos um, on Instagram, Facebook. Phoenix Funkettos BC? Uh, yeah, Phoenix Funkettos Boogie Crew um, BC. And uh, we do Funk Mondays every first Monday of the month 
and Record Bar Radio every third week. Oh, so you month. guys are doing that monthly? Monthly, yeah. Now. It's like a it's, a it's a thing for us for the time being, because um, I don't know how long. They it seems like they do it in seasons. Yeah, and uh, they might they might ask us to come back. They might not. I don't know. Yeah, you know I don't know how it works or whatever. If they just do like have people come in for certain yeah seasons or whatever you know. But uh, yeah, we're doing that now, and then we got something in the works. I'll just kind of put it out there, but um. LMC Trucks, uh, C10 Reunion. Oh, um, shit. We're going to be doing... My dad loves that fucking thing, man. A big, big truck show coming up soon Ooh. in April. Like, huge. Fuck yeah. Is Good. that in Glendale? Chandler. Chandler? Yeah. Fuck, man. All you guys' shows are way out there. Gilbert, Chandler, yeah. Mesa. Yeah, yeah it's that's why. That's why I wanted to move closer to down... I want to live in downtown now because... It's, it's everything is so much easier to get to. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's far for me too, because I live in the like, south side. I, I live on the south side, yeah, and it's actually a little farther west than the south side now. But it is far, man. But I mean, we try. We, that's why we post shit and try to give people enough enough Time. notice to yeah. get out there and get and, their and shit And James together. is always like, "You can roll with me, man." Yeah. So I appreciate that, though. So yeah. Thank you, James. I appreciate yep. it. Shout out, James. AKA Star Groove. Star Groove. And TN, she's always nice as hell. Yeah, she's man. Shout out TN. She's always doing shit. Yeah, man. Going out of her way to get us snacks and Run shit the like tables. That. Yeah. Get snacks. Raquel, too. Um, Raquel. Monica, when, she, when she's around, thanks to everybody who supports us. Um, Raquel was doing the cookies for a while, right? Oh, yeah. She was baking and doing baking. all that stuff. That yeah. was pretty cool. Just like I said, man, it's a good time, and uh, you doing your thing now with this, and hopefully this platform keeps growing, man. And hopefully, I, I've never been so certain about something like when I was doing music and you know falling out with one of my friends, and them like not being a part of my life kind of made things easier for me to just like, all right, like music is done with now when it comes to performing live. I'm like. And being banned from a couple venues, you know? <laughs> that shit was hilarious, dude. And, you know, and it's not just one. <laughs> it was two. And just for a stupid joke that I made. And I was like, you know what? I think now I see where this personality, where who I am as a person has taken me to now, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I like to talk shit. Not only that, but I like I love to tell stories. And this podcast, I did my second open mic yesterday, and I met some really fucking cool-ass comedians and... They want me to come back. They want me to go fucking Saturday to one of the shows just to kick it there with them. And I felt immediately accepted, whereas opposed to being a part of the music scene where kids are like snobby. I mean, even kids, people my age, I hate to say kids, but people my age were like a part of their own cliques and crews. I like being a part of something that everybody's equal at because you guys are each individually putting in your work. You know what I mean? And it doesn't matter how much money you have. You have to start from the bottom. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Pay your dues. Exactly. Paying your dues. And then we're talking about like, hey, like in order for you to pop off, you have to put in 10 years. Exactly. Yeah, that's 10 years that, to master anything. Exactly. Though. 10 years. 5,000 man hours, man. Exactly. Or is it 5,000? They were talking about some thousand. I think they were talking about like, I think like 12,000 man hours. Some, some shit like some that, man. Like that. Yeah. But I was like, ex exactly. Because when I was playing guitar... It didn't take, you know, a couple of years. I had been playing since I was eight years old up until I was playing and releasing my first CD at 21. So it take me from eight to 21 to like be and, confident and enough to get confident. that out there. Yeah. And it's not like I was the best guitarist. I was just good at doing what I was good at doing, you know. 
But um, I really appreciate you coming down, dude. You're my second guest, and you know, I I feel bad because Rudy was here, but you know, he dipped out, but he needed to leave early, anyways. Yeah, but yeah. Anyways, thank you for fucking coming out, dude. Uh, I yeah, appreciate dude. it. it was Thanks awesome for the hospitality. Thanks for having me. No appreciate problem, it, man. man. Now you're about to fucking roll up a jaunt. Yep. And blaze up. Cap the night off. Drive home. <laughs> and fucking. Fuck yeah, dude. Wake up tomorrow and get my ass to work. Again, everybody follow him at Phoenix Funkettles BC Boogie Crew. Do you want to give your personal IG out, or you know? Uh, if it's a, if, if you want to, you can find me through there. Yeah, yeah, fucking, it you can no do some deal. searching. Yeah. Either, yeah. Anyways, guys, peace out. Thank you very much for listening to uh, another episode of Confessions. All right, fuck off. Bye. Peace. <laughs> that was fun, dude. Oh yeah, that was a good. That was fun, dude. Dude, how long was that one, man? I was like, way more now, man. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Maybe like three hours.